They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Oh, man, I'm telling you, October, October went by so quick. I, I don't even I don't even know what to say, man, like literally went by bl- so quick. A blink of an eye. Yeah, it's it's insane. Halloween is Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been all week, and, really, and, and, over here. But... And then you know what happens? As soon as Halloween's over, you know what happens, right? It's Christmas. Warp Factor 9. Yeah, like it's, it's Christmas. It's like... Yeah, Christmas. Christmas happens directly after. It's, a, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Um, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, if you just missed it, is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, we have lots of different topics to talk about today. Um let me let me do the little quick rundown here. Uh, Facebook is no longer Sarge. We're gonna be talking about that. Uh, not what you think, though. It's still here. It's just different name. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the uh, Call of Duty Vanguard. We're gonna be talking about New World. We're gonna be talking about Vicarious Visions. We're gonna be talking about Bobby Kodak. We're gonna be talking about a little bit about a Halo. We're gonna be talking about Xbox and Microsoft. Uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, Back for Blood. We're gonna be talking about Apple Music. We're gonna be talking about Grand Theft Auto. Uh, we're going to be talking about Bungie. We're going to be talking about Samsung. Uh, we're going to be talking about Division. We're going to be talking about Nintendo. And let me see what else we got. Oh, we got a new game uh, from Warner Brothers coming out. Or Warner Brothers, uh, like a fighting game we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to be talking about Halo. Okay. Yeah, uh, Halo. What else we got? We got one more. I think we're going to... I have another... Oh, um the pins don't forget about the pins we got those pins there kingdom heart tv show and yeah basically new world and a little bit about battlefield 2042 there's been some leaks of the stuff and people are a little worried about that and we're going to talk about what we've been playing that'll be up uh coming next if you if you like the show uh there's a couple of ways that you can help us out here you can be here live on thursday nights 8 p.m eastern this is episode 284 uh, and you can just watch the show and hit that thumbs up. It helps us out. Uh, you know, it gets in the thing. Leave a comment down below if you like the show after the show is done and post it on, on YouTube. It's live right now on Twitch and YouTube simultaneously. Uh, share it with a friend. Share it with an enemy. Share it with whoever. Uh, give it to somebody. Christmas gift. Wrap us up. Little little barcode. Put it in there. Give it to them and say, here, watch, the, watch these guys bitch about video games for two hours. It's a fun time. All right. You can help us out that way. Uh, above and beyond that, you can hit the subscribe button over here on YouTube. It's absolutely free. You can, uh, if you're on Twitch, you can hit that follow button. It's absolutely free. Uh, if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can also do for $4.99. You can become a subscriber over on Twitch, or you can become a member over here on YouTube. Uh, it gets you more access to our Discord. Our Discord is absolutely free. You can come in and join some conversations in the general chat and whatnot. But if you'd like to go in other conversations, you can join in, and it gives you stuff there. Or you can just help us uh, by uh, becoming a member and giving us the, the support. Uh, other than that, I do appreciate you very much for showing up each and every single week and watching these after the fact or listening to us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, or Anchor.fm. 
Uh, all right, Sarge. So what have... Actually, let me go first because I know what you've been playing. I know what you've been playing because I've been playing it as well. Let me... Let me uh, <laughs> because I know you're going to go into what you've been playing and we'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll be sitting here for the next, uh, you know, half hour talking about it. So one of the games I'm, I'm playing right now, I tried it, uh, this past weekend. It's called moon glow Bay. Okay. It's a voxel based game. It, it's a game pass game. So it is on game pass. Um, I don't know what the price is cause it's on game pass. It's a it's a nice little relaxing game, okay? Now, I know for you, you'll think it's a little bit of, like, work in real life, but the game, the way it is, is you're a character, and you can make a he, she, or they, okay? And Very important. you're a fisherman, okay? You're a fisherman or fisherman, okay? Fisher person. Or fisher person, okay? And basically, you're in this town called Moonglow Bay, and you're trying to revitalize it because it's been hit by like the the skill trade is gone because they've been scared off. There's a giant whale or monster in the sea and you're start, trying to start a business there. Something happens, I don't want to say, okay? And you take place of his character and you have to rebuild the town basically. So you go around uh helping people in the town, you rebuild the town, you fish. Um it's it's like a mix between like sort of like the look of Minecraft but with like animal crossing type of like social stuff like you talk to the, it's it's a single player game um you get to take a, a a boat your own boat and you get to travel around and, and explore a little bit and fish and then you come back to your house to cook the fish and make different meals and then you have like your own restaurant basically and you're feeding the people inside the town okay the money that you make from that you invest back in the town and you're like revitalizing this town so you can basically uh get moon globe Bay back to on its feet so it's a cute little game. It's a cute little game. Uh, I played about two and a half hours of it. My son's been playing it. He likes fishing and whatnot. Um, if if you like a fishing simulator, it's 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 that. It's pretty easy to fish. It's a cooking simulator, fishing simulator, um, and and then you're just if you like a thing of progression. There's progression in the game that shows. So like if you help the hotel, the, ho the hotel changes and looks nicer. Like like the fable, like fable. Was. Yeah, it, it's stuff like that, right? So it's it's a small little game, nice little game, um, and it's called Moon Glow Bay. It's on Game Pass. Check it out. It's a nice little game. Like I said, it's like a voxel. Uh, it's got a nice, kind of deep story in the little bit that I've played of it. Um, it's emotional. It's emotional. Um, so it's a nice little game. So check it out, Moon Glow Bay. Uh, another game I've been playing. It's on Game Pass. You said right? I'll, yeah. I'll look at it. If it's yeah, on it's, game it's on Game Pass. <laughs> it's it's definitely a game you're not gonna like, Sarge. But it's it's on Game Pass. Check it out. It's it's a nice little game. I I I, it's, I give all, all you have to say is is it on game you have to yeah. say, you can stop I, talking I, I it's like on game I like Pass. I'm gonna try it I like the way it looks so bravo to the the devs that of it there's a I did find a bug I always find bugs right uh, we were trying to give one guy um uh fish and chips like he cooked fish and chips to the guy to give a favor like you're bartering food for certain things or whatever and you could not give the guy the thing it would like it would like bust the game and you have to start the game back over uh it didn't happen to me it happened to my son so don't, I so don't make fish and chips well you it. have to because you have to make the fish and chips to continue the story it's, but you it's, have to give it to him you can't give it to him you have to give it to him to progress the story so you haven't played that much then because well no I, I, the fish and chips part of the game that's the it's game literally, it's literally the first mission 
It's literally the first mission. So then you've only played the first mission? No, no, no. I got past it. I got past it. So you hacked the game? No, I didn't hack the game. It it just, you had to restart. It was like a a, a glitch. Well, now I'm confused. So after after you restarted, you could give them fish and chips? Yeah, I had to start a brand new game. Just start over? Yeah, about 20 minutes, 20 minutes of waste of time. So 20 minutes waste of time to make fish and chips, and then when you gave it to them, it worked? Yeah, then it progresses, and then you can continue on. So it's random that the fish and chips would work? Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, another game I've been playing is uh, Marvel's Future Revolution, the mobile game I've been playing. I can't believe I've been playing it since fucking June, Sarge. I've been playing it since the end of June. I believe you've been playing it since okay. the end of June. So I have almost 700 hours in this game. And just to put it in perspective, since June, I almost have 700 hours. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, I have 848 hours, and I've been playing that since last September. Okay, so the game is doing an update coming up this upcoming week. Okay, and they're doing something that I said that Marvel Avengers should have done by doing a tie-in with stuff that's coming out in the Marvel's universe. Okay, so for I thought they were doing I thought they were doing Eternals, weren't they doing Eternals? No, in the Marvel Future Revolution. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're doing an event for Eternals. They're bringing four Eternals in, and they're bringing this whole system, and we don't know anything about it much except for what they told us. Where they're bringing, it's going to be um, companions. They're bringing companions in, sort of like New World did. I'm sorry, not New World, Elder Scrolls Online, right? So you're going to be able to get up to four campaigns to help you fight things. Now, I don't know where or how they help you fight, how strong they are, if you can give them things like costumes, if you can unlock them. I don't know. But what I like about it so far, just from the update, uh, it comes out next week, November 3rd, um, is that they're bringing companions in. And they're tying it in with the movie, right? Not actually like it's not a, a one-to-one tie-in, but they're not, they're not doing uh, it's that, cross like promotion. That, it's not they're not doing like that show that we played. Yeah, the, Defiance. They're not doing Defiance, Defiance, right? They're not doing Defiance. My God, but they are kind of because they are bringing in the Eternals and they're bringing in the the um, deviants that they fight in the thing. It's so it's an event that's coming up. This is what I've been asking for for Marvel Avengers or any Marvel game that's come out in the past, like if a thing comes out, do cross promotion where Hawkeye comes out on the D- on Disney plus put Hawkeye in the game. WandaVision comes to the show, put Wanda in the game, right? Like this is the stuff they were doing. So I lost a little interest in Marvel future revolution for about a week because of the changes they made uh, for the blitzes in the game, but they put the Thanos event in the Epic invasions that came in not the greatest event, but the rewards and like fighting the guy and doing the stuff. It kept me entertained. The, the rewards are pretty good. Um, and they're making some good changes. I like to see what happens next week because now next week we can, we can take the costumes and start um, sharing stuff and cards with people uh, so I can upgrade my, my badges and then uh, infuse them so they get better badges. So that's interesting. That's coming to the game. So there's a lot of cool things they're doing to Marvel Future Revolution. The biggest discrepancy people have with this game is that it's a mobile game. They're like, "Oh, it's a mobile game," and but it's but it's a very hmm, how do I say this correctly? Marvel Future Revolution is is a is a defining moment for the transition of a standard console game to a mobile game. It's not like a I mean, it, you you know when you play it, it is mobile, but at the same time, it's really getting close to where it could be a console game. Right. You know, it, it's it's like on the line. They're pretty much on the line of like almost getting it to where you can't tell. Well, it's that it's like a Genshi Impact type of thing as well, right? So I don't know. I I, I really like the game. I'm looking forward to what the updates are going to be for the game. Um. So yeah. So that's 
that and I've been playing Hell Let Loose, and now I'm gonna let throw it over to Sarge because I told Sarge about this last week. I said I played it. It was a mistake. I played it on Wednesday last week. I said, Sarge, I played Hell Let Loose. You're going to love it. On the show last week, he's like, oh, I'll check it out. He downloaded it after the show last week, and I haven't seen Sarge since then except in the game of Hell Let Loose. So, Sarge, tell us about Hell Let Loose. All right, well, it's, I don't want really to consider this like a review, but I want to talk about it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be the majority of the show, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. We're, we're going to talk to, about it for at least at least a half hour, if, if not... All right, so let me tell you. Let me tell you about Hell Let Loose. All right, let's begin. We're going to tell you about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. First of all, Sarge's got the helmet there's, on. There is a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to go over with this game, and we're going to go over the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's go over the bad first. Let's go over the bad first. Okay. The bad being that we are pushing the limits of this poor system, depending on how you've played games like this in the past. So there are limitations in the game that's on console, but I'm thankful that the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 have enough power to run this game as well as it does run. Okay, now you don't have indestructible environment. No. Okay, but the environment does look good. And and they spent great. a lot of time yeah. doing the maps. They spent a lot of time doing the, the setup of the maps of how you approach different con control points in the game. So they did a good job in that respect. Now, the guns to some people, and, I, and I'll, I will say to some people, because you have to be of a certain mind and patience to understand what is happening in this game. It is not a COD. Right. It is not, not a, battle a battlefield. Field. Okay. So, yes, Mike, it does have crossplay. Absolutely. PlayStation and uh pc uh, all across all platforms yeah you xbox know, someone, PC. someone told me pc is not on there I, i've heard some arguments both ways but I'm, I'm i'm gonna go with the fact that i think all three it's all three i'm it gonna is. go with that for now okay on certain maps the recoil on the guns is pretty severe because they are world war ii guns and everyone's used to playing battlefield and cog for so long so it bothers people because there's no zoom in scope right it does take a fair bit of skill you're going to have to, on console especially, you're going to have to mess around with your controller sensitivity levels until you find a setting that grows well with you because it is not the same as mouse and keyboard. You know this already. However, your guy does feel like he's running in molasses in the snow in it January it, it feels, all the time. It, feel, <laughs> it feels like you're playing Back for Blood. No, no, you're good, Mike. You can interrupt. That's, it, that's why it, chat's it, there for questions. It, it feels like Back for Blood. I guess you could say that the moose how speed. slow so the, how so slow the moose speed bothers you a little bit, but then of course you have to you factor in that I'm carrying gear, I'm running around with weapons. It's not supposed to be so fast. It's a methodical type of game. You cannot run and gun like you think you can. There are certain aspects of the game where you can run and gun, but you must be prepared to know how to move and how to aim properly in order to pull off what you would call run and gun in a standard FPS. Uh, getting back to the uh, recoil. The recoil is pretty severe. And if you know some of the World War II guns, especially on the German side, you've got bolt action rifles. So at that point, you have to make sure that you are quick to aim, quick to adjust, and to fire accurately than to think you're going to fire and then get another shot before somebody else now takes aim and fires at you. Running in open fields is not is going to be something of the past for you if you've played Battlefield or COD, because if you run in the open, 
you are pretty much guaranteed to get a bullet in that brain. That's pretty much how this goes. The speed of the game is much slower. Okay. The speed of this game is much slower. However, and I'm not going to put say the good stuff yet. The flow of this game is also different. There are different, I guess, scenarios that your squad can be in, in which that makes either your friends hate the game or really love the game. So you have these radical moves in the game where I fucking hate this game. This game is fucking awesome. You'll say that in, within five minutes. Like, that's just, that's how it goes. You may have a firefight that you can't see the enemy. You're trying to move because you should be able to move. But every time you do move, you die. And for the next five minutes, you're dead 25 times and you throw a controller. 100% understandable. Once again, relate back to this is not COD or Battlefield. All right. You can also get into a situation where you happen to be in a firefight and your squad has position and you're basically owning the other team. In which case, you say you, you fucking love this game. Mm. There's a radical spectrum. Okay. The good about this game is I have to praise them for the communication system that they inputted into this game. It's fantastic. A lot of other it games could be better. have voice chat. It Listen, could be better. A lot of other games have voice chat. Yes, there is a problem. There's always a voice problem with something, either party chat or in-game chat. But for some reason, they did a really good job with the communication in this game. Not only, and this is the confusing part, not only is there party chat, meaning that when I'm in the game, if you invite friends to the game, they go into the party, which holds six people. And so those six people are now in party chat. I thought which whole, means, is it six? Yeah, which, okay, six. Which means that you don't have to be inside the Xbox chat and you don't have to be inside the channel chat of the game. You guys can just talk to each other, right? So let's say, for instance, you have less than six. You've got three or four buddies that you're playing with. If you're in party chat, you can be talking with each other and not bothering the squad guys in their chat. So now the idea here is to have proper communication. So not only do you have the ability for party chat, and now squad chat, but I can also be in party chat from the Xbox if yeah. I want to, meaning that if I don't want to talk to anybody in game at all and just have the party chat running and the game still runs properly, which yeah. to me is fucking incredible. Yeah, no, I'm not sure if anybody else has been playing first person shooters with mics, but that's fucking incredible that this, that actually this, works. This is a this is one of the best features in the game, and it's, it's not the best. The fact that the features in the game where I can swap between, okay, so there's a chain of command in this game, right? So if you're an officer on a team, you have chain of command or there, you have communication with all other officers and command, okay? So that's one channel. Then there's, there's, there's radius channel, which is blue channel. There's officer channel, which is orange. There's squad channel, which is green. And then there's white channel, which is just your group, okay? It's fucking amazing, and especially because you just hold LB, and then... You just tap. You quickly switch to which one you want, and like you can a, tap like on and off with LB. Like yeah, a, like, like a walkie-talkie. You just it's, tap it. It's like, fantastic. It's fantastic. Now, now, of course, you can bitch, and you can complain. You can say it could be better. Sure, everything can always be better, but for a console... I don't know if you want to call it a port or not. I don't care which version you want to argue about, but the fact that it's on console is cross-play and has proper communication, because without proper communication in this game, the game would be dead on arrival. So apparently yeah. Viking is correct. It's cross-play with PlayStation and Xbox, but not PC. 
and PC right. is not crossplay with other with 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 any of us. So well, that's that's there's a reason for that. I found out that the the PC guys what they do is they turn down their graphics cards, and yeah, so, so they, they can see all, you in the bushes, the bushes and trees. All the bushes yeah. are not rendered, so you can see people hiding in bushes to kill them. That sounds that sounds fun, doesn't it? Yeah, you might you might as just playing on on an empty map. Like just a, right, just, just a, a flat, bare just map, a flat, yeah. just a flat plane, and just start shooting yeah. at each other. This is fun stuff, right? All right. So that being said, the communication very very important. The actual, I guess, the immersion of the game. I'm not sure how they were able to capture it, but the immersion of the game. My heart is always fluttering when always. you're when you're when you're making moves and transitioning from cover to cover and you're talking to guys on the mic and you're hearing the chatter and people are and people are not talking about their dog dying or their girlfriend sucks yeah. or yeah, 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 yeah. you know their mom's a bitch. No one's talking about that <laughs> shit. They're like a hundred percent, they're like a hundred percent in the game, right? So you just hear chatter from here to there. And if it's if you're with a serious squad, like the you're you're immersed, completely and totally immersed. And so for me. That's a win when it comes to a first-person shooter, especially done in historical fashion with World War II, right? To me, that's that's the way it should be done. The realism and the detail to the weapons, to the vehicles, uh, to the to the I guess the gruesomeness of it. Like if you get hit in the head or something yeah. gets hit with a shell from a tank, yeah, you see them. Like, you see them explode. Like I, I feel like you feel like a little turn in the stomach every once in a while because. I, I guess it's because of the connection you have with the people you're playing with. And when you see someone die, you know, it's a game, but for just a split second, you're like, man, I can't believe they got them. Like, like you feel that for just a moment. And those moments repeat as you play the game, right? Driving the vehicles, very difficult. Initially, you have to figure out how to work as a team. Once again, you can drive a tank by yourself, but this is not Cotter battlefield. You're you're at a serious serious disadvantage if you're the only guy in a tank. Yeah. So you want to run with at least two people, but a vehicle has three: commander, so, driver, and gunner. So real quick, when you talk about the gruesomeness of it, sometimes when you don't know if you're in a tank and you're like, "Did I get that guy?" If you if you shoot an artillery round or just an HE round, you know if you get the guy because you see a quick like red mist as as it explodes you see just a a, a real quick like red mist and you're like yeah i got the guy like if you pay attention to it you see it you see it right so now the uh, once again the scope problem for a lot of people is going to be severe because without the zoom in fashion and looking down iron sights you you don't understand what it takes to fire a weapon unless you've been in that frame of mind like i there's a guy at like 200 yards and you've got no zoom you got to figure out on a cross here how to get him it's difficult it's a difficult game some people think using the Thompsons or the automatic weapons is easier. For some people, it is. But at the same time, the recoil is very severe. So you've got to know how to control the weapon. Right. What I what I noticed what I noticed about it is the guys who want to be there are like a hundred percent in the game, even though the game might cause problems, even to the people who like it. Like some guys will just quit and they'll be back on a couple hours later because they're so mad about what had happened. But once again. It's that type of game. It's not a COD or Battlefield. Some people like to compare it to Enlist, but as I've played Enlist before, I, I I don't agree with Enlist being the same level as this. This one pretty much, I think, has it beaten in most areas. A few key areas, and Enlist does beat it, but for the most part, Hell That Loose is done better in a lot of ways. Uh, here, here's We were talking about this. Me and Krebsy were Krebsy was talking about this in chat like a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Battlefield after we played the beta. And I said that the fully destructible environment to me, because they raised it to the bar 
and you see the fully destructible environment that happened in Battlefield, that I want them to always have the fully destructible environment in Battlefield. And Prebsy brought up in chat, he said, well, if you don't need fully destructible environment if, if the game feels good. And then we played this a week afterwards. And I was like, spot on, right? Like, now that I've played a game that doesn't have fully destructible environment again, okay, the way they capture this game is just, it's so perfect. It feels so good. And I think it's the way, if this was, if, let, if Hell Let Loose was a conquest map, like, were you just running around just capturing stuff? It wouldn't be as good. But because it's a tug of war or defense stance and you have to go to that one town before you can go to the next one. Well, not, not always. There's No, I said there's tug of war, there's tug of war, and then there's defense ones. Even for the tug of war, though, when one's captured, there's always that play between the two. Correct. So you, you have the ability to leapfrog or you have the ability to counter. Right, you like can have a squad go up there and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you can't go... You have to go A, B, C. You can't go A, C, right? Correct. You have to go in order. So there's always these moments of intense, like, hold the line war going on. And then you have the outsiders trying to flank around. Like, must, must flank. This, this must. morning, this morning on stream, okay, we were holding that bunker, okay? They were dead east of us, and then they were attacking, or dead west of us, and then they started flanking south, and then we all moved to the south, and they were in our bunker, and then all of a sudden they started attacking us from the north, and then they were flanking us around from the, from the, uh, from the east. We were completely surrounded. We had a small group of people go way out far right and start taking out people and working their way back in, and meanwhile, our squad was staying right in the center of the, of the shit, okay? Holding them back. 29 yeah. minutes of just sitting in this one 30, bunker area. 30, minute, like yeah. 30 minutes within like, we were like within 100 meters of each other. Yeah. It, it reminded me of the movie Siege of Firebase Gloria, the Vietnam movie. It, That's what it reminded me of because no matter where you were, didn't matter where you were standing, you could get shot from any direction and people are just throwing grenades everywhere. It's intense, intense combat. It was, it's so crazy. Good. It's crazy. And for once again, people who are actually in chat who are doing the right thing, people are yelling out orders. Yes. People are screaming out ammo. Guys are role-playing. They're screaming out Corman. Yeah, we got Medic! Get me. right. Medic. Uh, so, like, uh. you hear the explosions, <laughs> you hear all the explosions and things going on, and you, you kind of get into it. Like, that's that's kind of, like, the reason why I play it. That's the reason why I'm actually in it. Here, Here's uh, people in chat. Now, Viking uh, Smash, uh, Smashville in chat, he served in the war, right? And he said he tried to play Insurgents, and Insurgents is too realistic for him, Okay. Because I, I believe and it, and it brings back. Here's why I like World War II. Okay. Because it's the past. Okay. And you can imagine the, the Omaha Beach in this game, like saving Still private Ryan. Me. Saving, me. saving Private Ryan is the most gruesome thing you could watch when they're going on that on that beach. Okay. And you get to do that in this game. You get to storm the beach and run up to the thing, and there's just you're constantly getting bombarded and stuff. And for people that are in battle, I'm not, and I'm not saying this is better or worse, what I'm saying is because they can detach themselves from it, they can still experience it and go, man, I was in battle. I know what they were going through. But you're not living the thing that you actually lived through. It's the past, right? And I know people want modern warfare and modern stuff, but there's something about the old school guns and tanks. Like when you're in a tank in this game, okay, and you have to work together, the driver... The spotter and the gunner are all working together. Okay. Yes, I'm just driving the tank, 
but the tank is actually really hard to drive. There's gears and shifts, and you have to keep going. You have to figure out. You have to know the map, the layout of the map as you're as you're playing. You have to do the map. You got to know where the, the the hilltops are and the groves, and there's trenches or open places where people can buy or put satchels on you. There's so many moments in this game that feel so good. We, they blew up our tracks tracks yesterday. Big Luke and me. You got killed because you killed the guy with the satchel. Okay, we we're stuck in the middle of a field. And now we're just a turret. We can't move. And now we're just defending everything off the thing, right? Luke gets out of the tank, starts shooting people, gets back in the tank. I'm shooting people. We stayed there for 15 minutes just killing people, right? It just feels awesome. And the gaming experience I'm having right now with Hell Let Loose, I haven't felt since Bad Company 2, okay? Hardcore servers in Bad Company 2, where you're working together, and our crew that we used to play with used to communicate like we're communicating now in Hell Let Loose. And that's what I love. That's what I love about it. It's, it's, I watched a lot of interviews with the developers. And one of the questions that got to me, and I always relate it back to the other things that we talked about for video games, is they say that they, the, the interviewer asked him, what other games do you guys play? And he said, the guy laughed and he said to him, he says, well, actually, he said, we play this quite a bit. Like you play the game that you made. You're not playing other stuff to con yeah. Like he's like, no, yeah. because we want it to be good. And it's a double-edged sword. They say they play their own game, but they hate that they like it because every time they play it, they see what's all wrong the with flaws. it. All the flaws. They see all the flaws. And then the they want to, they're trying to fix it. So it's it's a it's a catch-22 with them. They play a game that they make, but they hate playing it because it shows what they did wrong. They're constantly trying to make adjustments. And so then I say to myself, well, when they release a broken, buggy game, does that mean the developers don't care? Or does that mean that the publisher said, hey, it's time to let the game go, guys, regardless of the situation that you're in? So in my mind, I believe that developers, it's their baby. You've worked years of your life on something. You want it to be good. I don't think for a moment a developer wants to release a half-baked, shitty game. I believe always that somebody else is telling them, time's up, it's got to go, regardless of what it is, it's time to make the money. Understand 100%. This game, they say out loud what they're doing. I don't want to say roadmap, but the PC already has different maps and stuff than the console, and we're supposed to get those like after Christmas, one thing at a time. Right. I'm lo I'm looking for more of a um, update and more of a fine tuning of the game on console, and then let's move to the ugly part. Right. There's a few things ugly about this game. Now, the ugly part being is there's a lot of this glitchiness in the menus, where if you hit the wrong button. You get locked out of the you get locked out yeah, of the you, menu, you and you can't and you can't yeah. get back in the game, and you, so you have to unplug the battery from your controller and it's, put it it's, back it's in. It's the dumbest thing. For yeah. some reason, that kind of resets the the menu system. And other times, I've been locked out completely, where I've had to leave a game. And in this type of game, if you leave a game that's kind of full, it's very hard, if at all, for you <laughs> to get back into that same game, because once the server's full, it's full. It's full. Yeah. So no ugly. one's leaving. It's ugly. The other part that's ugly is the fact that making mistakes in this game is horrendous. Cost big time. Right. You cannot you cannot willingly make a mistake and then try to play it off like you didn't do it because it causes a great cascade effect for the rest of the game. Like a miscalled artillery strike or a tanker who can't identify friend or foe and starts firing into a town thinking that <laughs> there are other, that there are the enemies there and he's killing his own guys. Right. So in that respect, it's ugly. Yeah. And when I say ugly, I don't mean ugly that the action was ugly. What is said to you for the next five oh, minutes yeah. Yeah. would make small children cry <laughs> and, and want to leave yeah. the house. Like you there people are severe. There are some people oh, there's some people that just, 
they're they're okay. I'm gonna admit, I when I play games like this, I play to win. Oh yeah, it's, I get I get I get real. Game. It's a video game, but I play to win. That's the goal. The goal is to win. In this game, if you're the kind of person that doesn't give a shit, you're gonna call of duty it or you're gonna battlefield it, and you're gonna just cause all kinds of mischief. People are gonna tear into you, and I hope you have an emotional callus because some of the things I've heard. I even got a little, I got a little tweaked. I'm like, wow, that's, that's kind of harsh. But at the same time, I'm like, I wonder, oh, no, he left. Yep. You can tell, you can tell that it gets to some people. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That's ugly. Another ugly thing. Not, it's not really ugly in the sense of like, it's horrendous, but it's a ground combat game. There are no airplanes that you can control, which is fine because it causes a different level of play when you start right. introducing aircraft. But there are aircraft call-ins in the game, like which simulate special, actual yeah. call-ins for reality. There's a pair drop where you can pair drop guys in. Radar. They don't pair drop out of the sky. It's called an airhead in the game, and that just means it's a section of the map where people are allowed to spawn because it simulates where an airdrop would have been. Right. Okay. The other thing would be like a strafing run from a plane or a bombing run from a bomber. There's also now, radar. Right. And, right. And the recon plane there, there are different aspects of the air that make you feel like once again, you're in it, right? When you see a pair drop falling and you know, it's, and you know, it's a supplier line and the way the game structure and the mechanics are is wherever the supplies drop, you or the enemy is trying to get your supplies and try to build a garrison, which in the game is a spawn point. So you can attack from that location. So it becomes a very tactile game, ta uh, ta ta tactful game where you have to, push out, search for other people's garrisons in order to stop them from encroaching on your own turf while making up your own garrisons and pushing out towards the enemy and, and advance. So when you have those kind of things going on, there needs to be communication. Yeah, I've seen games where they zerg. Everyone's because everybody wants the KD ratio. They're all running towards their point. And what they don't realize is someone's flanking and they take the town from behind and now you're squeezed and everyone dies. It's that kind of game. It's that kind of game. Rest assured, you're going to be mad. Probably if you if you've never played a game like this before, you're probably going to be mad for the first three days. Yeah, seriously. There's a steep play, learning curve in this game. Steep learning play, curve. If you play games like this and you want to be, I guess, challenged as well as feel a sense of accomplishment, actual accomplishment, write out the hate and see what the game actually is. Right? One, one, Once you get into the game, though, no, I'll go ahead. Please. I was gonna say one of the other bad things in the game right now is the ping, that like the latency sometimes. Um, sometimes your guy does not want to squat down or hit the ground fast enough, yeah, or ugly. or won't, you get you get a little squat. bit of like a rubber band. Uh, some of the other things that ticks me off, like when you're a tank, you can go through brick walls, but sometimes a, a bush will stop you, and you can't go. Th you you can't just get through that bush, that wall, the bush walls, I like to call them. Yes, that's the other, that's the next part in for ugly. Ugly is you 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 have to know which tanks can make it past what obstacles. Right. There are certain vehicles that don't make it past. That's certain that's part of the learning curve though, like learning each map and stuff like that. So that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But once again, you cannot use troop transports as taxis. Oh if my god! If, yeah. If you, <laughs> if you use a troop transport, yeah. If, yeah. If, if, if I know what it means, I know what it means. Smash! Don't worry. Uh, if. If you use a troop transport as a taxi, prepare to be shot in the head repeatedly for the next 10 minutes. Right? That that's exactly what it's going to happen if you try to use. Yeah, I, I don't worry, I know what it means. Um, 
this is the type of game where I'm going to overplay it, probably get burnt out and take a little break and then go back to playing it. But what I'm, what I'm concerned about is knowing the levels of the infantry and knowing what happens once you level them all to a specific point, hmm. there are other unlocks in the game. And so as people start to learn and learn how the guys behave and what weapons they have, it's going to start getting really good, like yeah. really good. Yeah. Like right now people are, learning how the controller works and learning what your dead zones are and how much controller uh, sensitivity you're supposed to use for a console. But once all the kinks get ironed out and people are into their groove and they've unlocked like the anti-tank gun and the actual satchel charge to kill tanks, the game starts getting really, really fun. I, I think it's fun right now where I'm, uh, I'm uh, one day, day and a half of full play time so far in it. I think you just passed the two day. I think you're. Too, I think yeah. you're, I think you're a whole twenty four hours ahead of me. Yeah, I got two days, two days, eleven hours. Yeah, yeah. I I, pay, I basically I basically came home from work and I, I played until the sun came up and then I go to sleep and then I wake up, go to work and then come home and I, play until the sun comes up and then go to sleep. Right it's now, bad. yeah. Right now, the title of this is uh, "Hell Let Loose Has Taken Over." Right, that's the title of this episode. "Hell Let Loose Has Taken Over," because all I'm doing when I'm not streaming is that I want to get back on and play Hell Let Loose. And then when I stream, I want to play Hell Let Loose. And then when I go to sleep, I want to play Hell Let Loose. And when I wake yeah, up, I want to play about, Hell Let Loose. Yeah, I'm thinking right. about the maps and things. Like, I don't, like, I don't, yeah, it's one of those kind of things where you where you long to play the game when you're not playing the game. I haven't had that feeling in a while, so it is interesting. Yeah. So, so basically, so, so basically, uh, he knows what it means. It means, fuck Joe Biden. That's what it means. We yeah, all know. Man. We all we all know what it means. Last Yo, week, we, last week we said let's go, Brandon. I forgot Brandon was in chat. Yeah, we're not talking to Brandon personally. Yeah. I hope, I hope yeah. Brandon. I hope Brandon doesn't think we're talking about him. Brandon, we're not talking. No, about no. You, last right? week we joked about it, talking about Brandon. I was like, oh, sorry, Brandon. We forgot that you were in chat. Right. Yeah. That's, I hope we all know what the fuck here. it is. The whole world knows what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Gator. I remember feeling that way back in 2014. Okay, like playing the hardcore modes in Battlefield Bad Company 2 and stuff like that this game brings back those those feelings man like i i love a good communication right so i love i i love what this game is doing right now uh as far as i'm looking forward to the updates and stuff this is one of those games that if i'm not playing on stream because it's it's not doing good on stream i'll i'll play it off stream and i, I might end stream early just so i can go play it Right, because that's because I'm like, well, I have to go to sleep in two hours, so I might as well play this one game, and I'm okay when I get to play one game. Like, I'm like, all right, this is a good game, and you can feel within moments of getting in the game, Sarge, you can feel if you're on a good team or a bad team, or at least a good squad or a bad squad. You get like in 20, 20 seconds. Yeah, you you know, you have to communicate. If they don't communicate, I switch. I just switch squads. I'm like, fuck it, right? I, I yes, love, but if, but if you switch multiple squads and you, and it still feels bad, you got to get out of the server. Yeah, you just leave. It, it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna go well. Yeah, you just leave. <clears throat> so, yeah, I I absolutely love the game. It's a it's a forty dollar game. Uh, if anybody wants to play with us, and you're on Xbox or PlayStation, PlayStation, right? You can send me a request uh, through. I think it's uh, Team Seventeen. You can go through that for a cross play. And if you're on Xbox, just look us up. Our, our, our group is called, our, our infantry is Infantry 30th. It's a 30th uh, infantry unit. Uh, so put that in your tag clan and join us. And the more the merrier, man. The more the merrier. It's, it's, it's fantastic when you have a group of people. And the more you play, the more you know the maps. It's, like, it's, it's going to get good. I see, the, I see the unlocks for the, other, for the other pieces. 
when you get when you when you start having people understand their controls and start playing the game full out with all the kits you can have now once again it's world war ii stuff we're not talking about massive spy kits like we're, we're just talking about specific gear that a specific guy will hold you know and it comes to the point where certain classes you are role-playing like that's that's what it is there's a there's an unlock for the medic where the medic only has a pistol right and if you're but he has extra bandages and extra stuff so basically you're mr johnny on the spot like and you're just running around with smoke trying to pick people up and believe me it's a thankless job except in this game oh right for some for some reason <laughs> in every other game when you're a medic and someone calls medic and they, they just leave you there to die and they say you fucking guy this fucking guy can't believe it in this game after two days of playing, I have people calling me out from afar who I don't even know, sending me a message, don't worry, Sarge is here, let's push the point. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? The guy next to me screaming, I know this guy, we're taking the point now, let's go. Like, and you see everyone just start running, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? It, it, it's hilarious to see the camaraderie between players who want to play yeah. a game like this. When you When you find the right people... I, I love that everybody on the team, there's not an over not everyone can be a fucking recon sniper. There's not ten thousand snipers on the team. There's not yes. all there's literally one per squad, right? There's like one engineer, one support, one, one anti-tank, anti right? It. There's only two snipers. Two snipers and two spotters. There's two groups of recons. That's it. Okay. Two snipers, two spotters. Okay, you can't have four recon. It's four people on the recon team, but two of them are spotters and two of them are actual. That's gone in two seconds. As soon as the match starts, recon, recon's gone, right? Recons are gone. Armor divisions, you can have up to six tanks on the board. I haven't seen six tanks yet. I've seen about four or five. Um, it depends. Depends on who yeah. picks it. I'm surprised you don't like pick the balance. recon. You, you, you like sniper. I'm I can't get it there recon. fast enough. They're gone before you even get to pick. Well, just well, next time you get into a game, just fucking pick that thing from the start. You'll get in there. Yeah. So, love it, though. Love it. All right, let's move on. Uh, Hell Let Loose is uh, taking over our lives, slowly but surely. All right. Next story, let's talk about... Well, let's talk about the, the, the next kind of big story. Facebook changes the company's name to Meta. Okay. Now, Facebook Thursday announced that the change its company name to Meta. So no longer will you have Facebook on your phones and computers. It's now called Meta. The name change, which was announced uh, at Facebook Connection uh, Augmented and Virtual Reality Conference, reflects the company's growing ambition and beyond social media. The rebranding also comes after the company has dealt with the barrage of news reports over the past month stemming from whistleblowers, okay, troves of international uh, internal uh, documents, okay? So the name change, Facebook Connected, is now called Meta. The new, the new name reflects the company's growing ambition. Uh, it says today... We see the social media company, but in our DNA, we are a company that builds technology to connect people in a metaverse is the next frontier. Just like social networking has, we've got started. The meta CEO, Mark Zuckerberg says the company also said in announcing that the new name, that it will change its stock ticker from FP or FB to MVRS effective December 1st. Meta stock price closed up on Thursday. Okay, in July, the company announced that the formation of the team that would work on the metaverse. Two months later, the company said it did have elevated Andrew Bo Bosworth, who is currently the head of the company's hardware division, the role of chief technology officer in 2022. And the third quarter earning res results on Monday, the company announced that it will break out 
Reality Labs, its hard hardware division, into its own reporting segment starting the fourth quarter. Okay. So some of the stuff, Sarge, I, I have pictures of what it looks like. Let me show you. Let me let me show you what this looks like here. Um where did where did uh Estelle Stealth did you where did you put this? You put this in uh in general? I think it's in general. Where the hell is it? I forget where you put it now. There's there's a picture of the of what the metaverse looks like. And Zuckerberg uh no news stories. I can't find it. I'm not calling it I'm not calling it meta. You're not calling it meta? No. Well, I don't call Facebook anything, so I don't ever I don't I don't ever go to Facebook. <clears throat> so so basically Zuckerberg is in a in a meta. He's in the virtual reality world. And I don't I don't know what they want to do with these metaverses. I knew they were coming. Epic's trying to get there. All these other big companies are trying to get the metaverse. They're trying to make Ready Player One. They are trying to make all of this stuff happen. And I don't know, man. I don't get me wrong. The closest thing the closest thing I've ever ever seen to it. Thank thanks, Stealth. The closest thing I've ever seen to it is um is Second Life. Okay. Is Second Life. It's close. And, yeah. No, but where's those pictures? The the ones that you did, uh that's not the that's not the one. That's the story I already have open. I'm looking for the one that he put um where it actually had the picture. I forget where that one is. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um so they're trying to make the metaverse. Epic's trying to make the metaverse with like Fortnite and what they're what they're trying to do. I click the link, it brings me it brings me back to the other one that I already have open. Oh, there it is. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Thank you. All right. So as you can see, like there's Zuckerberg looking at his virtual reality of himself, and he's like an astronaut or whatnot, your fantasy of what it is. Then they have N NFTs and virtual reality merch that you can buy within the virtual space. Think about this, Sarge. They can make stores now, just like in Second Life, where you're buying swag for your avatar, and you actually don't even need to make clothes anymore. You can just make digital goods uh, inside yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. No you're manufacturing. You're just buying stuff with real money. It's digital. Right. There's no... Con you don't need to worry about materials. Right. You're just living inside your own house, inside your own head. Okay. Persistence. You have avatars. You got home spaces. You got teleporting. Right. Here's the best part. Right now, whatever you think about the government, wherever you live, or whatever it is, okay, in a meta world, okay, is almost going to be replicating of what we're happening in real life. They don't want you to own anything. Okay. They don't want you to own anything. In this game, you're not going to own anything. You have to rent stuff, right? So if you want a house, okay, you're probably going to have, because it's not really a game, it's the meta, okay? If you want a house in this game or furniture in there so people can come over and hang out in your virtual world, you're now buying fake shit in a fake world, and you're going to pay a monthly fee for rent of your fake house. You see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Okay. And this is what they want. This is what they want. Right. And they're saying that the privacy is there's going to be able, you're going to be able to teleport. No shit. It's a video game. Okay. You can play with your, you can go to certain places in the world because they'll start making, think about it. They, if they teamed up with, let's say 
Flight Simulator. Wait, Flight Simulator Zura, and they start mapping out the fucking entire world or other planets or whatever else you can go to, and they make them all in the epic engine of the Unreal Engine, and then you can go wherever you want. I predict we're going to be more like surrogates than we are going to be like Star Trek. Like everyone looks at Star Trek and and the and the the fun room. What do they call that room? The holodeck. Yeah. They look they look at that as what the future is going to be. But really, what it's going to be is you're going to be in your house as a fat slab and sl- like hog that's tied to a chair, and you're going to have a surrogate body that goes into public for you because you can't leave the house. And then when your body comes home, you can plug into the the metaverse and then go shopping and do whatever you want and you never have to leave the house. It's ter- on one level it's terrifying. Look, on one level it's great. It sounds fucking awesome. But at the same time, if you think about it to the end, it's disturbing. Well, here here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. When when we were in Second Life, you could make furniture and stuff, but you could earn credits in the game and then purchase by making stuff in the game. You weren't spending real money, okay? When I read this list that he has here, like nine of them, what is three, six, there's eight of them. Out of eight, seven of them are basically things they can make money off of you, right? Because obviously Facebook is going to give it to you for free. Okay? Sure they will. Okay. It's persistence. You, o- you always give right. the, you always give right. a drug addict this stuff for right. free. Persistence the is first free. Taste. Right. Persistence is free. The avatar technically is free, but they'll give you a generic avatar. And then if you want to change the way it looks or the way it's stuff, emotes, whatever Second else. Life. That's that's going to be paid. Home spaces, that's going to be paid monthly. Teleporting, I'm sure that'll cost some sort of money. Okay. Privacy and safety, that's going to be some sort of fee or something. Virtual goods, I mean, that just says it all right there. Right. And I love the, the last one, natural interfaces. The fuck does natural interfaces mean in a in a virtual world? Right. It's not natural. If I'm looking through a goddamn headset into a into a fake world, I don't know. I just feel like the way they're going and the, what the, what Facebook wants to do, this is bad stuff, man. This is bad stuff, and it's happening. It's happening. It's here. It's ready. It's ready to go. Right sooner. It's 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 here sooner rather than later. Well, the, the only thing I can see good the good news from this being, and it's a very small good part, is that because they want to do this, they want to do the metaverse, that the virtual reality goggles and what they will need for the apparatuses in order to have in your house will start be scaling up, the technology will start exploding, and the prices will come down because they're going to want it to be in everybody's house. Right. That's, right? Because everybody wants, like, a, it's cool. The stuff that's coming out is pretty cool. The 3D stuff to be inside a virtual world, it looks cool, but it's still expensive. Why is it in my house? Blah, blah, blah. But if Facebook and a couple other companies want it, they want it to be in your house. They need it to be well, in your house. Watch how fast the technology in that sector improves and prices come down. Look look how all this stuff is happening, okay? Again, I don't care what political side you're on or what you believe, right? You figure out for yourself. I'm going to say some stuff of my opinion, You and you can go with it. You're fencing with your buddy. You're taking cycle classes from your house, right? You're playing basketball, in a virtual place here. These are these are pictures they're showing, right? You're playing virtual boxing or whatever whatever you're doing, okay? You're having your doctors or planned from your house. Like you go to the doctor's office. You're 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 doing certain things that you would do in real life. Right now, they want everyone to either be vaccinated or they want vaccinated if you want to have your freedom to go back out into the world. And people are like, "Yeah, fuck it. I don't need to go out in the real world. I'll have this," right? right. This is this is what it is to to come back to. Right, Facebook wants to capitalize on the people that are like, I'm scared to leave my house. 
I just want to stay inside the house. Okay. Right. And now you think microtransactions are bad for predatorial stuff right now in video games. You haven't seen anything yet when it comes to microtransactions going to be in your life. When you put on your Oculus meta rift, whatever, to get into your virtual world, everywhere you look is going to be you're spending real money in this virtual world because this virtual world, you might be uh, a sad, pathetic person in, 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 in life. But in this, you own a club. Right? You're a big shot. Okay? That's what Second Life was. You could own your own thing. You could own your own clubs and houses and real estate and all this other stuff. You could be a completely different person than people see you in real life. And that is so Surrogates. It's Surrogates. so inviting to people because they're like, fuck it. Right? I'm a loser in life. I'm a loser in life. I'm out of shape. I'm too skinny. I don't like the way I look. My teeth are messed up. Whatever whatever it is. Here. You could be exactly who perfect. you want to be and be perfect, right? It's crazy, okay? And I know this is just, we're looking at pictures and we don't know how far off this is. Second Life has been around since 20, 2006, 2007. If you look up Second Life right now, the way it's still around. It's just not a conglomerate thing that it was. Now, Facebook is trying to get that, but bring it to reality, right? To bring where everyone... so. Here's where I see it happening, Sarge. Oculus Rift right now is at a good price point. We talked about this years ago. I said, you have to get virtual reality down to a point where people can afford it. And right now, it's $400, and you don't need a big, giant-ass computer to run the stuff now anymore. Okay? Not yet. So they got rid of the computer stuff. Okay? You could just get the Oculus Rift and do certain things, right? It's wireless now. You can kind of walk around with it so you're not, like, tethered. Okay? Nope. They're bringing the price down. We're just a couple of years off, and... Soon as this goes live, that is is going to be bring that cost way down real fast. Okay, so we're yeah. talking. You can get an Oculus Rift headset probably two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. Two two hundred bucks, maybe even less, depending. Right. Okay. Yeah. This this is going to happen because because they're going to want it in your house. Listen, if they want something, in, like how fast did the phones come down in price? Oh when yeah. They wanted, when they wanted everyone to have a phone, how fast did the phone prices come down? Fast. Everyone, right. every, everyone's got a phone in their pocket now. Everybody on the planet. Yeah. Think every, about it. This. Ev everyone think about has it. A... Everybody on the planet. Once you pass, I think maybe like ten years old, twelve years old, depending how fast like, your parents put a phone in your hand, you've got the communication device attached to you, basically before adolescence. Yeah, you starts. you you have some sort of electronic device because some kids even have like a watch instead of a phone, or right. they they have something on them in some way, shape, right. or form. Yeah. Phones are expensive, and people are like, yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy one. But then you say, hey, you need to buy, you need to pay your rent. They're like, I can't pay $1,300 for rent. Phone? Yeah, I'll pay $1,500 for that phone, right? We have all our, all of us are all messed up in the head of what what, what we want and what we don't want. or You know, we're like, yeah, okay, I could I could, I could take that. Because you want it. You, you, you buy what you want with your money, right? I get it. So, what do you, what do you think of the meta, Sarge? What do you think uh, of this this meta? Once again, for the for the most part, I, I disliked Facebook more than you possibly know. I, I basically have my account on hold pending. I'm going to I'm going to get rid of it. I'm sure it'll eventually have to come back. Into Are my you life on it now? Point, it, no, I'm not. I the only time I've ever turned on Facebook is every once in a while. My birthday comes around once a year and people wish me a happy birthday and I get notifi I, I get notifications. And I don't go there because it says message them back. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Wait, so basically you have friends that are going on Facebook wishing you happy birthday but not calling you? 
Well, those are the acquaintances. My actual friends actually text me. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, my actual friends go. text me. They, right there for the Facebook happy birthday. Right yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically a virtual yearbook. You know what it is? Yeah. You want my, to see my it? space. My space was just Facebook without the, the ingenuity. It's the same thing. It would have been the same thing. It could have went either way. That guy was smart selling it. Yeah. Selling it. Smart. All right. Next story. We got Call of Duty Vanguard. We have their uh, their roadmap, I guess, ahead. All right. So let me bring this up real fast. Um, How's it doing? It's it, out. It's out. No, cool, no, no, isn't it? No, it's not out yet. Not out yet. You sure? Uh, oh, it came out. Did it come out today? Does it come out today? No, it comes oh, out soon. I, I lose track. I thought I thought Call of Duty Vanguard was out. Is it out? I don't know. I've been playing Hell Let Loose. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Chad is 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 Call of Duty Vanguard? Uh, no, November fifth. There you go. Okay, November fifth. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I I haven't played it. So here's what they got coming. Okay, and the reason I'm bringing this up, Sarge. Okay, so this is what you get. Vanguard owners get 24 hour exclusive access to the new Warzone Pacific map on December second. Okay, so they get extra access. But what comes with the actual game day one launch? You get the campaign. And I want to compare this to what Battlefield is coming out with, right? I'm, I'm assuming this is $70, chat. I'm assuming this is $70, okay, on the new systems. So Vanguard comes out. It has a campaign. Battlefield doesn't, okay? It's got 20 maps, new modes. Battlefield has seven maps, okay? It's got zombies. Battlefield has Hazard Zone and, and, and Portal, right? And Specialists, Okay. Pre preseason, free preseason content, you get Shipment, which is a remastered classic map in November. You get Warzone Last Days uh, uh, limited time event and modes in November. You get Season 1. Now, Chad, I need your help here. Does Season 1 cost money or is it free? Like, do they just keep giving seasons and then everything that's like cosmetic and stuff inside the game... You pay for it. So season one, you get new maps and modes. You get new weapons and gear, new zombies updates. Okay. Then in Warzone, they get brand new map. Okay. They get Rebirth Island map. They get Vanguard Royale, new combat vehicles. They get Battle Royale. Okay. They get all of this stuff. Cost 20 bucks. Okay, great. There you go. Free with a $10 battle pass. Content is free. Free with a ten dollar battle pass. Content is free. That's it's like that's an oxymoron, isn't it? No, it's an oxymoron, but it's just it's it's a manipulative marketing. Yeah, it's, like, it's free it's like, for like, ten bucks. Free. I'm paying ten bucks. You get it for free. Okay, got it. So basically, look at what you're getting here. Now, obviously, we don't know what this season pass is going to be for. Just taking that front part: campaign, twenty maps, zombie mode. Okay, where. Call of Duty sells boatloads of stuff. 20 Battle, million, 20, 20 million, 30 million, a year, yeah. 30 million copies right. a year. Absolutely. Okay. Where Battlefield doesn't. Right? Right now, Sarge, obviously you haven't played a Call of Duty game in years. Okay? Not and, since. And not Modern since. Warfare 2. Well, I, I played I played the World War II version that came out a while ago, that one, and I played I played Modern Warfare 2 like like habitually. But but since then it was Battlefield. Right. So, and you're not playing Battlefield when it comes out, and you're not playing Call of Duty when it comes out, but if you had to buy one, Sarge, which one would you lean more towards, Battlefield or Call of Duty, based on 
The information that I have currently? Information of what you got currently for what comes with the base game on day one. I mean, is it on Game Pass? It is not on Game Pass. not on Game Pass. So I have to make a, I have to make a choice. Uh, even though I don't even though I, I don't like it because I'm I'm gun to the head. I, I don't want to give I don't want to give either of these companies any money at the moment at all. EA or Active Blizzard. Okay. But at this point, if you, gun to the head, I would do Call of Duty. If I had a gun to my head, I'd take the gun to the head. I wouldn't get Battlefield or Call of Duty. But, but it, no, honestly, I you told me you told no, me I, I had know. to choose. No, I know. I, know, I, I know, no. taking the gun to the head wasn't a choice. <laughs> no, I, I, I would take Call of Duty. That's not supposed to be a choice. Yeah, no. The gun to the head is supposed to force you to make the choice, yeah, but, not take, not take the gun to the head. Yeah, but the the both games to me are 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 dead. They're dead to you. They're dead to me. They're dead to you. Yes, that's be, what I said. They're fair. dead to me. That's there's what I said. They're a, dead to me. There's always a new crop of people. They're dead to you. Yeah, I I wouldn't get either, but if I had to buy one, I would get Call of Duty because there's more bang for your buck. Right. You get more things for the price of the game. Right. But then again, I'm I paid forty bucks. Actually, I didn't even pay forty bucks for Hell Let Lose. The developers gave me a code. Okay, but if I paid forty dollars, I would play this game more. I would I would say the forty dollars I've spent so far has been of course up up to right now has been the most fun I've spent for forty dollars in a long time. Yeah. I would pay seventy dollars for this for this game. I would I would still get my money's worth out of it. Okay. I I I just don't like I just don't like Call of Duty anymore. I don't like I don't like them. But good for anybody that does, right? Battlefield is a battle royale with uh, tornadoes and grappling. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. All right. Next story. Um, we go pick some stories that are real quick here. Uh, we got. What do we got here? I I do know that basically the the Destiny community is on fire because of the whole Witch Queen thing. I know that. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I I stopped caring about that as well, because uh, the same people have said the same thing for years and years, and they go back to it like they're they're in a bad relationship. That's what it is. So, uh, one of the other stories we have here is over six million people have played Back for Blood, uh. In less than three weeks. Okay. Yeah, read, read it again slowly, though. Over 6 million people have played Back for Blood in less than three weeks. So it's not sales. Just how nope. many people play they don't, it. They don't tell you the sales. They don't tell you the sales, which they I don't think... don't tell you the sales. No, which is funny. They don't tell you the sales. Um, I thought the metric that we used for a game was good or not is how many, sale, how many games did we sell? Not anymore. Now they tell you how many people are playing it. Yeah, but it's on Game Pass. Well, not on all systems, though, right? It's yeah, on, but it's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. And I would assume a lot of people that are playing it are playing it on Game Pass. I, I'm playing it on Game Pass. I'm also playing it on Game Pass. So on this show, 100% of us are playing it on Game Pass, right? So that's that's a survey, by the way. 100, 100% of people in GXG's podcast are playing uh, Back for Blood on Game Pass. So there you go. That's a, that's a fact. In fact, 100% of us are playing on Game Pass. Um. Have you touched it since we played it two weeks ago? Uh, not since I started playing Hell That Loose. So before Hell That Loose last week, yes. So you haven't touched it in a week. Yeah, I have. I have. I think I have all the decks unlocked for the for the supply run. I have all the decks unlocked. I just haven't used the cards. The question yet. is, would you still be playing it if Hell That Loose wasn't out? 
if I wasn't playing Hell Let Loose, I'd probably be playing Back for Blood, sure. Because because once again, and this these are these are reasons that are, that are mine and mine alone. It's a zombie game that's like Left for Dead because uh, I love that game, and it's Halloween time. Right, kind of goes with it. Kind of goes with it. It's been out what two weeks now? Back for Blood's been out for two weeks. I think it's about. I think it's it's been out for two weeks, and I'll tell you, I haven't thought about it. I haven't thought about it. I haven't played New World either in a week. Hell Let Loose is literally, again, title of the show. Hell Let Loose has taken over. Okay, I don't want to play anything but Hell Let Loose, personally. But the fact is that Back for Blood was a nice thing when it came out. Okay, and yeah, a million people played it six times. <laughs> exactly, Melrose, right? Like, there, there's, there's, no, there's no hook for me to come back. It's, the, don't the, get me wrong, it's fun. Don't get, it, it's fun. But it's but not, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. But it's not great. Yeah, but I'll, it doesn't matter. Left 4 Dead wasn't great. Left 4 oh, Dead no, was it, fun. Yeah, but it was it was great fun. Yeah, yes, great fun, but not great. Like the game was the game was compared to what we know of games, it was subpar. It just it was it it was barely runnable, but it didn't crash. Right? It did what exactly what it had to do. It caused terror, fun factor, and camaraderie between people playing it. That also came out during Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's not a bad game, but here's here's the catch. I haven't finished it. If I go through the entire bottom line, all four acts, if I finish it, I won't play it again. But well, I have the thing in my head. I still want to play it because I want to see well, the whole game to the I've end. I've only finished act one. I do want to finish it, saying. but it's like now on the back burner. It's on the back burner. Yeah, but it's it's that's a long game. Every time I play it, I'm on the same maps. I think people finish it in like eight hours. It's possible. But I haven't I haven't donated eight hours to that game yet. Yeah. All right, another another uh, quick story here. We got we got Apple. Apple is uh, is on the PlayStation or, or Apple Music, I should say, is is on the PlayStation. Uh, second, where did I put this? Now? Yeah, right there. Apple Music is now on PlayStation Five. A Colossus player's realism of music is making its app debut on PlayStation 5 today. Uh, you may have heard of it. It's a little service called Apple Music. Announced on PlayStation Blog today, the release of Apple Music on PlayStation 5 makes Sony's flagship gaming device the first, uh, very first console to introduce the integrated Apple Music experience. You're not limited to just the collection of music you've purchased over the years. The app features all the Apple Music music curation playlists and radio stations, but sadly doesn't include podcasts. Uh, here's what users can expect from Apple, uh, Apple Music app. Starting today, PlayStation 5 users with Apple Music subscription can enjoy more than 90 million songs from Apple Music, tens of thousands of curated playlists, music videos, 4K, Apple Music radio streaming, uh, uh, today's hits, classic, country, live, personal playlist based on the music preferences. All the music can be listened to in the background while playing games. So if you want to turn the game music down and make your own playlist in a way you can, or by finding the music function card on the PlayStation 5 controller center. Apple Music subscribers can find recommendations that the music and the game that are currently playing or choose from a playlist of the library and other Apple Music curated playlist gaming. So it says maybe the most impressive tech by firm, uh, firmly in, I don't know when or ever do this basket is seamless music video playback. This features less uh, you watch music videos in the Apple Music app seamlessly switch over and having the same music running in the background uh, uh, of the game. Impressive uh, part is that it works uh, the other way around by going in the background, listening and watching the music video, picking up exactly where you are in the song. So there you go. If you are a PlayStation 5 user 
and you are on Apple, music is now on PlayStation 5, and you can integrate and listen and watch uh, music videos and playlists. Uh, Sarge, I know you don't have a PlayStation. I know you don't even have an Apple account, but is there a service that you had that you paid for music? Like, I don't know, XM Radio, <laughs> right? That that you would actually, like, want on your Bro, system? Do you, do, do you not remember the days of, of Napster? Do you not remember the heyday yeah. of music? Yeah. Okay. You think I'm paying for a music service? Well, that's ever? what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. So would you want a service on like Xbox? Would you, would, would it be something that you would, you would use? Here's, here's how it works in today's, in today's market. I buy albums. If the album's good, I buy the album. I buy the album. However, if the album is horrendous and there's a few good songs on it, I pay the dollar, $2 for the song. And I pay that and I put it on my, I put it on my uh, battery iPod and I, Put on with the dip, put it to disc, put it digital. Right. But I do not pay for service for music. I I do not give an additional $19.95 or $29.95 every fucking month for another service. I don't do that. Mm. Right. Did you realize right now <clears throat> there's an app? And this is true. And I don't remember the name of it because I laughed so hard I forgot I didn't listen to the name. Because the minute I saw it, all I did was laugh. It's an app on your phone. That goes through all your monthly expenses that you keep re repaying for that you forgot you are, and you can cancel them because you forgot how many of these fucking things you have actually every month going on. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, I forget what it's called. Someone in the chat probably knows what it is. You basically go online, you look up your name. So apparently you're in some kind of massive database of people taking money from you, and then you can tell the app to say, "I'm going to cancel that subscription because I don't use it." <laughs> so you can actually go through and close out some of the shit that you keep forking money for every fucking month that you don't remember that you need a fucking app to remind you that you're paying too much shit every month. Yeah, yeah. The fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> I got, I, I, I got so many things. Holy shit. I need an I need an app. Think about it. Come on. I, I know critical thinking's hard, people. But if you have an app that you voluntarily get, because you're like, yeah, I need that. It's an app that tells you how much shit is being drained out of your account every month, yep. and you decide whether or not you still want to keep doing it. Yep. Yep. There's a lot well, of thank God for that app. There's a there's a lot of services out there, man. There's a lot Holy of services shit. out there. Shit. Are you you guys gotta be kidding me, man? Right. At the rate we're going, we're going to hit idiocracy by 2035, and I'm going to be the goddamn president. <laughs> Vote for Sarge. 2035. He'll still have right. the pins. He'll still have the pins. He'll wear it. Uh, He'll I'll, wear I'm it. Wear, I'll wear it the pins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Each of these will be a different area of the government. That's right. Uh, I have Iron Hulk Man here. Hulk, I Iron Man technology. The Hulk will be the Secretary of Defense. I'll have it all. I'll have all of it here. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be great. That'd be great. I can't. I, I want to look up the app. I gotta look up the app now. All right. Here's I the got, next story, which is which is which is the stupidest thing ever. It's not even a story, but I'm gonna tell you the story. Okay. Division two. Okay. We played Division two. We like Division two. They have an update, Sarge. An update from Division two's team. You mean the you mean the dead game? The game that stopped. We stopped playing in February because they we beat it. They stopped. They, they beat and it. They, they stopped, stopped making stuff. They stopped making stuff for it. All right, cool. What's but, the update? But then they said they're gonna make stuff for it. Sweet. What's the update? Okay, so the update is basically them telling us that they're still working on the stuff and that they're going to be making stuff, but they can't tell us anything about it, and okay. they can't tell us when it's coming out. But it'll be sometime soon. It'll be okay. after February. So nothing. They no, said nothing. They, they've said nothing. Yes. So that, that that was an announcement of an update. Of an and update. Then the update. That's correct. Told you nothing. That's correct. 
So they just, they just basically they, they Seinfeld us the, right there. Right. They they gave us a Seinfeld. Absolutely right. Here here's how it starts. Okay. They say current state of the game. We know that we've we've been particularly quiet in recent months. And we would like to first take the opportunity to thank you for the continued support and trust. Earlier this year, we shared our comments and continued to support of Division 2, and we worked on a, with, with new partners with Ubisoft to keep on improving the game experience for all players. Since then, our team has been hard at work in developing exciting new content with the game mode, which I can't tell you anything about. And while our plans are still being actively discussed at this point, it was, it was critical for us to give you some early insight about what some of the next game can be. And basically, all they said was that we're making content it's coming out, but we can't tell you what it is, and we can't tell you when it comes shit. out. It's a crock no. of shit, bro. That's it. It's not, it's not an update. Telling me you're working on something that you can't tell me what you're working on or when it comes out. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So that that's uh, that's an update from Division 2. Uh, the update of nothing. The update of nothing. Uh, Problems. Switch. Online. N64. Emulation has been met with criticism. Okay, there's been uh, problems with the button mapping. There's been problems with the graphical issues, lack of controller pack features, or among issues being reported by the players of this new service that Nintendo has provided uh, with the, with the emulation. So, um, par par for the course, I guess, for the industry, right? Par for the course. It's called digital cash grab. Instead of a physical physical cash grab, this is a digital cash grab. I provide a service. I charge you monthly. The service is not the way I like. You cancel any time, but the first month I still get to carry that that first thirty dollars or fifty dollars or whatever it is. It's it's a joke, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't even I don't even know, man. I I I have this like anger being built up inside me for the industry, like. Every every time, every time they do something, it's like I'm not shocked by anything. It's like I've seen this happen. I've had a vision. It's like a, a That's dream, a right? That's a problem, right? Every everyone's shocked. They're like, oh, I can't believe. Like to me, this is why at 43 years old in the gaming industry, at playing my whole life, is my glass is half empty and not half full, right? You might be a 18 year old person right now. And you're like, Holy Christ, I played this game. It's the best game in the world. I, I love it. I can't believe it. It's just the best game. I, I, I can't think of anything of it. I just, I, I just having so much fun. Okay. And then you bought a game and then it dicked you over. And then you bought a game and it was broke. And then you bought a game and it was unfinished. And then you bought a game and then they don't care about it anymore. They, you, you're 10, 15 games in microtransaction to death. Games are broke. Storefronts are still operational. There's glitches happening. They charge more money for the stuff, and it doesn't work. Just another cog in the wheel of another company not doing... This is why my glass is half empty, man. I'm not excited about anything, and this is why I'm so excited about a game like Hell Let Loose, which is 40 bucks. I listened to an interview with the, with the people, and they're passionate about their project. Yes, there's bugs in there. Yes, there's things in there, but there's no microtransactions. There's nothing, right? They're working to fix it out, and if there's an expansion pack after the fact... You are, you are going to have to pay for the British. I just said... If there's an expansion pack, I will buy it because I've had fun with the with the actual game at what it is, right? Yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, Rebsy, hundred percent. Right, but that's that's just 100%. it. Yet, right? Yet. Okay, I'm I'm old school for old school model. Make a game, sell a game, make DLC, sell DLC. Okay, not sell me a game, pay full price, wait years for the for the full thing to come out. It's it's just 
it's 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 just stupid. Here we are again with, with Nintendo having another issue, right? Just another, just to get another game with with a or another company that's just trying to dick you over out of money, and they're like, oh, it's okay. Oh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. They'll they'll say sorry. People will be like, oh, it's okay. It's working hard. We're so we're so excited that you're working hard. Keep doing what you're doing. We love you. We know everything's going hard wrong in the world. Okay, like yeah, that's the problem. You are one of the reasons that things are going wrong in the world, right? You're not you're not helping anything that's that's, that's happening here. I have another Nintendo story here. I'm trying to find it real fast. Uh, that's New World, World Server. No, that's uh, it's Facebook. <clears throat> I guess I uh, I guess I don't have the other one. All right, let's we're going to the next one. Okay, Xbox hardware sales. Rise by 166%, Sarge. 166%. I'll, uh, I'll get you the info here in just a second. Uh, Microsoft has released this last, uh, the latest earnings report, and amongst the takeaways are some of the numbers and the data's points regards the Xbox brand. In total, gaming revenue for Microsoft grew 16% in hardware sales, saw the biggest surge, growing 166% thanks to continued demand for the Xbox Series X and S consoles. Uh, as you remember my thing from last week when I told you the Xs are really super hard to find, but S's are everywhere, huh? Everywhere. Everywhere. You can find you can find S's everywhere. But see, they lump them together. Xbox Series XS consoles have sold more than 8 million units, and that Game Pass has reached 20 million subscribers now. Okay, what they don't tell you is how many of the 8 million are X's and how many are S's. They just say XS's have sold 8 million copies. CFO Amy Hood said that on an earnings call that Microsoft shipped more than X Xbox Series XS's consoles than expected during the period, despite the ongoing chip shortage and other supply issues. Additionally, the Xbox content and service revenue rose by 2%. Microsoft saw growth in Xbox Game Pass subscriptions during this period. Though the company did not announce a new figure, the last micro, uh, time Microsoft announced a subscriber number was January of 2021, which is 18 million. More recently, Microsoft announced Xbox Game Pass subscriber numbers did not grow by as much as it expected. The growth of Xbox content service revenues was also positively affected by the first-party games and was offset by the declines from the third-party titles. Microsoft said, though, it did not name any titles outright. According to the to uh, take two CEO Strauss Zelnick, Game Pass might have 30 million members, but Phil Spencer said uh, uh, that's not what we that's not what we said. So Microsoft is a gigantic company. Making uh, gaming is just a segment overall. Microsoft posted a revenue of 45.3 billion, which is plus 22 percent for the quarter, and it's September 30th. In terms of income, Microsoft made a profit. What do you think their profit is, Sarge? What was the profit that Microsoft made as a company? I'll, I'll I'll give you a hint. It's not in the millions. All right, give me the question one more time. I have to see it in my How head. much money Microsoft made profit-wise? Okay, they made $45.3 It's a 22% increase for the quarter ended on September 30th. In terms of income, Microsoft made how much profit this year? This year? So right now, not the quarter. The quarter or the whole year? Uh, well, I guess it could be the quarter. It doesn't say quarter or year. It just says... Microsoft made a profit of, and then it tells the number. It doesn't say what the time frame is. Profit. And it's not in, it's not in millions. Okay. Fifty fifty two billion. Well, that's close, Sarge. Not really. Uh, it's a uh, half. 20.5 $20. billion dollars. Okay. But again, we don't know if that's quarter, 
or if that's year, but the profit they've made, which I think it would be the quarter since they talked about the quarter. So they made the profit of $20.5 billion. So not too shabby, not too shabby, but they still have hard drive issues. Right. Right. Imagine that though. I, I would like to know the separation though. They don't tell you the separation. Okay. I think it's done on purpose. Of course it is, because they don't want you to know that their Xbox Series Xs are not selling because they're not out there, right? Because it would be off. It would be off. It would probably be a million. I think I think the hardcore the hardcore Xbox people, just like the hardcore PlayStation people, get the Xbox Series X. The of hardcore. course, but the, how many people do you think have that right now? But the other group of people that don't bother with it because they just want a gaming system in their house kind of attitude where they don't care. They just want to play the games. That's the generation that's behind us. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't care, right? They just want the Xbox in their house. They buy the S, right? Because in their mind, they don't need the games. I can just get the games digitally, right? Because right. that's that's ingrained into their thought process. I don't need to buy games. The game, the system just has them. And if I need them, I buy them right from the store, right? I don't need to go anywhere. <clears throat> Oh, Brandon, I forgot to sell. I forgot to sing the song. I forgot to sing the song before the thing. Is it the hour, the meet, the week, a quarter of the year? Is it the hour, the week, the meet, the quarter of the year? All right. Sorry, that's sorry. Well, I'll have to I'll have to record that, and every time we do a, I guess that number, we'll we'll have to do it. Is it the? <laughs> we'll we'll have to do that in the future. So here, here's another thing, Sarge. A massive thank you for the incredible creators community here in YouTube. YouTube. All right. Here's the next. Uh, this is what they've made so far in this last quarter, okay? 50 million paid YouTuber subscribers for premium, okay? 50 million is that, is that, paid is that, is that YouTube 90, subscribers. Is that 99999? 499 or no, uh what is what's premium, guys? I thought premium was 999. Is it 999? Was... Is it 10 bucks? Is, 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 is it 10 bucks? I don't know I don't know cuz I don't pay it. Okay. So how much did they pay? In advertising revenue in the quarter three, okay? They pay for advertising? How much money in billions in advertising revenue in quarter oh, three? Revenue is yeah. made. Yeah, just in the quarter. Well, let's see. There's, there's usually two commercials. You can't One you can't skip. One's actually, one's actually a minute. The other ones are 30 seconds. So 30-second spot usually for the number of eyeballs on the, on the actual video. How much so do they charge works. for advertisers? That's basically. Hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking probably... I'm going to have to say 1.2 billion. Seven. Seven, seven billion? 7.2 billion. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of revenue for advertisements, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a scene. Yeah. Yeah. Is it 15, 15.99 a month? Jesus. That's a lot of revenue. Yeah. So it's an, it's an annual increase of 43%. I have a question. And a new that's record. A lot, that, that's a lot of revenue. For something that no one ever watches. Because as soon as the 10 seconds I can skip the video happen, I'm pressing skip. There's very few ones that are, that are non-skippable. Have you ever? So, so these guys are paying that much money for, for 30 second spots that people are only watching 10 seconds for and then skipping. I wonder if there's a discount. That, well, here's the thing. It doesn't matter if there's a discount. For that 10 seconds, your your name of the company is still popping up in front of their faces. Yeah, but but you see what I'm saying? Some, oh, I, some, I understand. Okay, no, no, no. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm going into the crazy town now, right? There is some analytical crazy person figuring out YouTube, how many 30 YouTube. Second, We're talking about YouTube. How many 30-second commercials they can put into videos during the course of a day, right? And if I'm charging, let's say, 
$10,000 for a 30 second spot. But that 30 second spot is only watched 10 seconds and then skipped. That means during the course of that hour, I can fit in an additional two or three more, com- you know, maybe 25 more commercials at 30 second spots, charging those people $10,000 for the spot. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So no, like, I- if, if I was paying, if I was, if I was a company paying you to run my ad on your channel, I would have to say, I, they can't skip it. They can't, they're not allowed to skip my video. Right. Isn't that an option? Because if if I'm paying you X number of dollars and you say, well, it's possible they could skip it after 10 seconds. So I suggest you make the commercial where you say your name at least twice before the 10 seconds is up before they skip your video. Otherwise, what the fuck is the point of me advertising with you? If you can skip half 60 percent of the commercial, you fucking skip. Yeah, but okay. so we talked about the seven point two billion for advertising revenue, 50 million paid at fifteen ninety nine. What's that? Right, that's the service fee for having it. No, no, I'm saying that's 15 million paid people that paid 15.99. 50 million people paid 15.99. This is what Xbox wants with Game Pass. Yeah, yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, and they'll get it. That's like nine. Eventually, what is that? That's uh, we'll get it eventually. If it was if it was ten dollars at fifty, it'd be five hundred. Five billion, it would be five billion. So right now they're around like seven. I'm sorry, I, I got so many numbers in my head. What are you talking about? Fifteen ninety nine times fifty million. It's real easy, but my brain is big numbers. Stars will, stars will give us the number. It's obscene. It's obscene. Obscene number. Yeah, two hundred and thirty nine point eight billion dollars. Two hundred thirty eight. That's people that don't want to watch ads. Yeah. Yeah, that's the people that paid the premium so they didn't have to watch yeah. the ads. And then they made yeah. an additional $7 billion on people the, that watched the, the ads. For the 10 seconds for yes. the ten seconds that they watch before you yes. skip. It's obscene, bro. Here's what's obscene. When I watch YouTube sometimes, sometimes I get commercials that are longer than the actual video. You ever get those? Which ones? The advertisements that pop up. I think you watch the, the yellow bar at the bottom that like you can highlight oh, they, over like it. Infra- it's like an infomercial. 43 like an minutes for like a seven-minute video. I'm like, how the fuck... So is the video I'm watching the commercial to the to commercial or is the commercial an actual like it's it's weird. I hate when they do that. It's like a 43 minute infomercial. Cuz sometimes I'll I'll take a shower and I'll play on my bluetooth speaker. I'll play a, a a YouTube video and then a commercial plays, you know, like within it. If it's, it's a short commercial. Right, 30 second. I'm in the shower and all of a sudden I hear this guy start talking and talking. I'm like, "What the hell?" I look at the thing and I'm like, "43 minutes." I was like, "What the hell happened?" Right? It's crazy. You don't have ads. You pay for that. You pay fifteen. But you're but you're talking fractions of minutes per day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If if you're if you're if a video is seven minutes, right? I'm not going to do the math, but you can just figure it out. You just kind of go with me on this one. If a video is average, what's the average length of a video? Like 15, 20 minutes on YouTube. Uh, right? Well, it's supposed to be like seven to ten minutes. Seven to ten minutes. All right. Is so like we'll, the, we'll the say sweet ten. Spot. We'll say ten yeah, minutes. Spot. So if for every ten minutes, that's that's six that's six six videos in an hour. Right, and usually they have two commercials at ten at thirty seconds apiece, which you skip. Right. Yeah. So six six shows or six vids per hour with twelve commercials that well, you skip. Joe, that you skip. Yeah, Joe Rogan's got five commercials before his show starts. Right, and you can skip them. You can just zip zip zip. It's five in a row, and then they don't ever they don't ever happen again. Okay, right. and each one's like three minutes long. But how? Okay, but once again. From a marketing standpoint, I'm the marketer. I'm trying to sell microphones for this company. I want you to advertise the microphone. Meanwhile, the the 30-second the spot 
starts 10 seconds in someone says fuck that microphone yeah. everyone just says yeah. yep. they swap by but yep. i'm still paying you full price for the 30 second ad that no one watches for more than 10 seconds yeah how does that work they, they just it's just straight up users krebsy said it in the thing there's 200 million daily users 200 million daily users it's madness bro yeah because they could charge you for eyeballs they're charging you for eyeballs they're saying well someone saw you for 10 seconds yeah yeah all right so speaking of quarters during quarter one 2022 earnings call, Microsoft CEO revealed that Bungie is using Microsoft Azura cloud service to power its games, which is interesting, right? Which is interesting because when Bungie broke off from Activision and Phil Spencer said, I'm looking forward to working with you in the future, we speculated them working in the future about Destiny 3 years ago, okay? I'm not saying that this is what it is, but if Destiny is making an MMO in the future for destiny three or whatever the next destiny game is. And now they're working with Microsoft Azura. Destiny wouldn't have the excuse to vault anything, right? They wouldn't have an excuse to vault anything. So, but for right now, okay. So it says during quarter 2022 earnings call, Microsoft CEO revealed that Bungie is using Microsoft Azura cloud service, meaning that cloud service is pretty fucking gigantic, especially since they can beam petabytes of information, petabytes of information to each Xbox that's playing Microsoft Flight Sim. Meanwhile, Bungie's struggling to keep uh, 200 guns in the vault, right? Right, so, which so, is nonsense. That's nonsense. Right. So they, they, this is interesting. I know it just says that they're working with them, but if they're already working with them, is the games that they're already working on Destiny 2 on the Azura program using the cloud servers, or are they working on the next iteration of Destiny and then they're going to be working with the Azura? What do you think, Sarge? What what I what I don't I don't grasp to, still to this to this day is how is it that Destiny's game as it stands reaches a reaches a saturation point that causes problem in its own game that it can't run correctly because the game itself is too big meanwhile other mmos have their game and their worlds and their worlds are a lot bigger than destiny's is even though destiny's breaks theirs down for convenience right they're different areas of the game that are zoned out it's not one giant open world it's segments hmm. that are that are loaded in but for some reason those fill up the server to an extent that it's unplayable when it reaches it. This is what they said. That was that whole speech they gave us. The game gets too big. It bogs it down. So we have to vault things in order for the game to run properly. I don't understand that at all. It doesn't make sense to me. It, nobody's ever explained it. Not one tech guy. They don't have to. On, on, on any channel has asked the question and, and, and just answered the question. And if chat knows and they've watched some kind of story about it, Someone's got to tell me, please. Anyone has got to tell me what the reason is, because I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't believe it. <clears throat> well, and if they're on cloud, if they're cloud, and, and if you're using cloud servers, I don't even believe it even more. Well, the next story I have for you, it kind of goes along with what what we're talking about right here, is that uh, Microsoft has. Lockdown supposedly, supposedly. Let me, uh, let me find this. Yeah, Microsoft rumored Xbox has secured exclusively 
secured exclusively for a big third-party title game. Okay. Do you think it is? Like, Krebsy said it in chat. He says by D3, right, that it gets made exclusively for Xbox. Do you think this is plausible? Do you think it's plausible that that Xbox gets Destiny exclusively? Gets Destiny exclusively for Xbox. Or Microsoft, I should say, because it'll be for PC still, and it'll be for Xbox. I, I think they, 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 want, they want the money, bro. Listen, there are certain games that you want it to be for your own system only in order for people to want to buy that system. Destiny's on their own. They're not attached to anybody anymore. They want as much revenue as possible. Making it specifically for one for one system doesn't make sense. Well, however, hold, hold however, yeah, yeah, hold on. However, if F if, if Xbox is making the oh shit money from Game Pass, yep. and they give them a big enough bribe where they can factor in what they would have made if they had sold Destiny on PlayStation for a two-year period or three-year period or whatever whatever the negotiation is, and they give them that amount, then to them it doesn't matter because they get their money one way or the other. Well, he here's the thing, right? I, I know some of you guys are, are saying, it, to me it is plausible, right? Uh, I'll make a prediction sort of like I did with, I said Bethesda was going to get bought out Years ago, I said this. I said they'll, they'll get bought out, okay, by a big company like Microsoft, and obviously they did, okay? I think Bungie has a problem. They don't know how to spend money. And what I mean by that, they don't have a guy at Bungie that is a money guy, okay? They have money people, but they... They don't have, they don't have a JPEG there? Yeah, they, don't, they don't have a JPEG, yeah, shitpeg. They don't have a shitpeg there, okay? Every time they leave a company, they always get in bed with another company, Okay? They, they wanted to be by themselves, and they buddied a buddy up with Microsoft the first time. They broke free of Microsoft, and shortly after that, they buddied buddied up with Activision. They left now. They're expanding fast. They want to be a multi-publisher type of thing. Okay? They don't have 100 million people playing this game. Okay? Now, remember. Okay? Yeah, they got a good-sized number, though. No, they have a really good number. Okay? But if they do go exclusively for PC slash Xbox, right? Everyone says, well, isn't PlayStation more than Xbox? Sure it is. But money talks and bullshit walks, okay? And if Xbox can get their numbers up to have 100 million people playing that game and it's on Xbox, that's target. okay, that's a bigger target than they would ever have if they were on all three systems, okay? Plus the microtransactions because the Eververse ain't going anywhere, Okay. Plus, if it is turning into an MMO, I got another story for you, Sarge. It I have, is an MMO. Well, we're, 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 wait, we're still on the side. We're that still because it, it is. Well, yeah, it, it, is. it is and it isn't, right? It, it is. It's not. Okay, it's not the same way. It's, it's not, not a full fledged MMO. Okay? Correct. So it's a, it's a shared world multiplayer shooter. We got that. Right. Okay. So I have another story here, and I'm trying to find it. Don't don't lose track. Stay on topic. I am. It's part of it's part of on topic. I'm no, just trying okay, to find yeah. the actual. So basically, they're making. Excuse me. Basically, uh, Xbox is also coming out. It says PAX Day or Day. Die is that how you spell it? P A X D I or D E I. PAX D? PAX D. Xbox could be developing a cloud first MMO with a Finnish developer mainframe. Now, I know this is one section off over here. Bungie's teaming up to use the Azura. Okay. Xbox signed a third. Rumored signed a big third-party exclusive, 
They're working with another company making an MMO on the cloud base. Okay. Okay. A lot of things are like piecing together here. Now they might be all saying, three so separate. Saying, so you're saying Microsoft is picking up Bungie. Well, remember, we talked about big company acquisitions. Now, I'm not saying they're acquiring Bungie. Right. What I'm saying is they're getting... First party. They're getting... No, no, it's not first party. They're taking exclusive third-party game and making yep. it... And it could be the, the reverse of what they did for PlayStation. Now, I'm not saying they're getting exclusive for Xbox entirely, but they could get in bed now with, with, with Xbox or Microsoft and have what they did with PlayStation, they can now do with Microsoft as far as... Whatever comes out first comes out on Xbox first for months, six months to a year, and then it goes to PlayStation type of stuff. But Microsoft has the Azura program, right? They're looking to make an MMO on the cloud-based servers. They're looking to get Game Pass wide open. Destiny's trying to grow. They could, to me, it does sound plausible that they could potentially sign that exclusive deal. Now, I'm not saying exclusively only for Xbox. What I'm saying exclusive, get things ahead of time timed exclusive type stuff to Xbox before it comes to PlayStation, right? To push that game pass, to push that, that, that type of stuff. They want, they want, they want hundred million. We know this. Right. We know that we know the target. We we're doing the math. They, they want a hundred million. That's what they want. Right. Right. But I'm not saying that Bungie's going back to Microsoft, but what I'm saying is they would get in bed with them again, as far as they're their own entity. Bungie's Bungie. Microsoft is Microsoft, and now they're working together, not buying them. They're not doing another Activision or original Microsoft deal. They're just being their publisher and then joining forces with Microsoft. Because, look, as a business, you want to get your, your stuff out to the most possible people, potentially. And Xbox is that future wave, not PlayStation. PlayStation's going to have their 100 million users that buy, uh, you know, I'm sorry, not 100 million users. How many millions of users that buy a PlayStation, okay? But they could definitely get, okay, they could definitely get more eyes on them if they go with Game Pass, if they do it correctly. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I think it's definitely plausible. It's, 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 it's a good theory. What other, what other massive game do you think would come out that people would jump to? Like another MMO. Like, what else... We have MMOs all around us, and they're all on fire. Yeah, we have we have MMOs all around us, and they're all on fire. Everyone's screaming, "Oh, they're awesome! They're great!" And then other people, all these garbage markets are on fire. Things don't work. Like, so you're going to try to throw in another exclusive MMO on top without knowing if it's going to pass or fail without any metrics at all? Right. Doubtful. And then Microsoft could always throw in stuff if you have Xbox Game Pass uh, and you're playing Destiny, they can give you bonuses, right? Like like they're doing for Halo, right? They're giving like monthly things inside Halo if you're a Game Pass user, right? They could do the exact same thing inside for 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 Destiny. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Next thing, Microsoft is now testing built-in Twitch streaming on the Xbox console, which is funny because they had Twitch originally on Xbox. Yeah. Then they stopped. Then Mixer got bought by Microsoft, or Mixer came out and it was Microsoft's. So Twitch took itself off of Microsoft Xbox, and now Microsoft is now testing a built-in Twitch streaming on the Xbox console itself. So that's coming back to Xbox. Okay, and Twitch is looking at that money as well, going, oh man, look how many consoles they're selling. We can get a lot more people to come on to Twitch and be streamers. Everyone can be a streamer. Um, 
So there's that as well. Um, got here. Um, another story. Activision CEO Bobby Kodak takes a significant pay cut. Okay, what do you think about this, Sarge? I know you know a little bit of, a, a little bit about it. Oh, which one? Kodak taking a pay cut. This is all. That's all damage control. It's not even worth talking about. Kodak basically is going to take the the uh, California has a law. In case anyone's wondering, California has a law that says if you are CFO or CEO or whatever the fuck Kodak's title is, if you're if you're in that position, that you have to get paid a minimum amount. I think the minimum amount to be in that position, I think, is like two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars or something like that. So under his good graces to make himself look good, he's taking a pay cut. So he's getting he's getting the CFO minimum of two hundred eighty-two million, two hundred eighty-two thousand oh, dollars. Got it. Okay. Yeah, two hundred eighty-two thousand, something something like that. It's almost like three hundred grand for the year because he wants all the other funds to go towards making the company better. Right. So I guess you could pat yourself on the back and say everything's cool. Uh, but let's be that. Let's not misconstrue that the man got a hundred and sixty-five million dollar right, bonus. bonus. Right. Yeah, a bonus a two a year ago, two years ago, whenever that was. And I just so, just so you know, people who work their entire lives at a decent job would never get to I think two million dollars their entire lifetime. Well, right? well, Steve Jobs paid himself a dollar and then made you know. It, but but the point, what I'm saying what the dollars. point the point I'm trying to make is it doesn't matter they took a pay cut. It doesn't. It's not like it's a punishment. If you tell Bobby Kotick he only gets to make $262,000 this year because we have to make sure the right. company's better. We got to make sure everyone's doing better in the company. It's a it, it's basically a slap in the face. If you if you feel some kind of retribution knowing that Bobby Kotick now has to take a pay cut and you feel better about yourself that you can like Activision more, then there's something seriously wrong with your with your with your scruples and your morals. Your, your, the, the way you process information because it doesn't matter to him. The amount of money he received as a bonus two years ago means that the man can just sit in a room, throw darts at a dartboard, <laughs> making decisions for a multi-billion dollar company. He already has all the money he ever needs. Right. Ever. Right. He it doesn't, do whatever it doesn't he wants. actually, it doesn't actually mean anything. Right. You, do you believe that he's, he's the guy you believe in your mind that he is the guy making crucial decisions that, that catapult the company into making better money and growing properly. You think he's the guy. Not the not the on the backs of the guys who are actually working eighty hour weeks, pumping out games, getting divorces, not seeing their kids. You don't think that they're the ones building the company. Right. You think it's Bobby Kotick sitting in a room well, right. deciding what companies to buy in order to benefit all. Well, like you guys believe that. And Vikings also saying it's funny that he's taking a pay cut while being investigated, right? While being investigated. Uh next story. Samsung. Samsung's coming out with uh their own uh, smart TV cloud gaming platform. Okay. Well, my TV's already smart, so I'm already questioning this one, but go ahead. So Samsung's developing a new cloud gaming platform. It revealed as part of the Samsung keynote presentation, the platform will, will work on Samsung smart TV powered by uh, Tizen, a Lexus, a Lexan-based uh, Linux, sorry, Linux-based operating system. It currently supports over 200 million Samsung devices. The new platform has always was uh, only quickly mentioned as part of a presentation, and so very little is known about the currently. Uh, but yeah, so they have a streaming service that's coming to their TVs. Now, I, I mentioned this as well. I talked about Xbox making just a stick that they could shove into a TV or make an app that goes into the TV and, and coming up. Now, Samsung is starting their own cloud-based gaming service, which is just stupid. It's is, just gonna, no, it, no, no, that's the beginning. 
Well, that's the beginning. It is the beginning. Samsung Samsung makes a game thing that's automatically in their TVs. Xbox Correct. Come, Microsoft comes over and goes, hey, that sounds cool. Why don't we pick that up? Bink, in they, the TV, done well, deal. Well, true. But what I'm saying is it, it's, it's a waste of, it could be like Google Stadia, right? Because it's just another cloud gaming service that no one's going to be using. It's just going to be a dead app on your television set. You know, okay? All this stuff's going to the cloud. Let me ask you a question. Is it possible to run all this stuff yeah. properly with all this stuff on the cloud? If everyone's on the cloud, what's my download rate? Like, what's my internet oh. speed going to be? Everything's in the cloud, Yeah. right? Do I get cancer from walking outside without yeah, a little foil all, hat? All the things like, how much stuff is flying yeah, around? Yeah, yeah. Right now, this aura in my room, I mean, I, I have a lot of radiation right now around me. I have to be. There's there's a lot of screens and electronics around me right now. Okay. I, I actually wear a chastity belt to keep, protect my boys. Right? Protect my boys. Yeah, so Samsung, I don't know, man. I, I I look at this as, let's just say it works out in best case scenario for Samsung. Okay? This is the type of stuff that all of a sudden Samsung, and I talked about this a couple months ago, companies are going to come in that we haven't even thought of to be in the gaming market. Okay? And PlayStation go to the wayside Okay, because they're not up to par with, you know, with this digital live service type of stuff, right? So right now, we see PlayStation and Xbox going head-to-head, but five years from now, PlayStation could be Sega, Sega Dreamcast, okay? And Xbox and Samsung could be like the, the, the two top guys going yeah, at it, you know what I mean? Absolutely plausible, absolutely yeah. plausible. Look, look at the tech giants of old. They have, they have a bunch of videos about it where what companies were popular at the time and which ones fell by the wayside and other people took over and other yeah, like the gaming market strategic. was the game the gaming market was transformed once PlayStation hit the market. It was only the Nintendo, Nintendo, Atari, some other kind of garbage systems that were out. And once PlayStation hit the scene, PlayStation overtook everybody. Everybody. They were like the top for a good five, six years until Xbox finally came out. Yeah. So Samsung uh Samsung is uh, making make a cloud gaming system. So, all right, next story I want to talk about. That's, that's, that's a doorway into many, many things. I keep an eye on that one. I would keep an eye on that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with them. Like I said, it, it, it could be a Google Stadia. Uh, yeah, but see, Google Stadia is dead to us, but the proprietary, what it is, is on life support, just waiting for the cure of the disease to come along, and it's going to come right back. Because we're all going in the direction of what Stadia is. Stadia was just too early to hit. Right. They were just too early. Like, everyone's like, hey, you're not going to own shit. You're going to give us 20 bucks a month. You're going to play all the games you want. Everyone's like, fuck you. And, and now, and now we got Game Pass. No one's buying shit. And everything's just on the cloud in my fucking Xbox. Like, hey, wait a minute. Isn't this just like Stadia? Shut up and give me my $20. <laughs> it's the same shit. It's yeah. the same. It's the same. The only difference is their library sucks. That's all it is. Right. Who who's Samsung? It's not a gonna, service. It's their library. Who's Samsung going to pick up though? You know what I mean? Like who's going to sign with them and be like, okay, now we're now the game companies are make for television sets and stuff. Now uh, it's it's interesting. All right. The next story I want to talk about. Uh oh, oh the phone's ringing. Abe's calling us, Sarge. Oh, who died? Who Hello, died? Abe. Abe, are you there? Oh, Abe. Abe's. His video chat's not working. There he is. There he is. Hey, Abe. What's going on? Hey, uh, buddy. Yeah. Uh, who? I don't know if you can take them yet. They're, they're still alive. They're just changing their name. Our Abe, Abe wants to talk about Vicarious Visions. Oh, okay. what about Vicarious Visions? Well, Vicarious Visions uh, will reportedly be merging fully with Blizzard, dropping its old name. 
So Vicarious Visions, the company that basically saved Bungie with the with the DLCs they brought to Destiny. Right. Okay. Is that is that their repertoire? Is that is that their their they they worked on they worked on a lot of stuff. They saved Destiny too. (laughs) (laughs) Is is this 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 is dead? Vicarious Visions is being being gulped up by the conglomerate Activision, and they're changing their name. So Vicarious Visions will no longer be Vicarious Visions, and it'd be it'd be interesting to see. I know it's just a name, but we'll see if the the stuff that they did. If the core group of people are still with Vicarious Visions that did all this good good work for other companies for other other games, if they will still uh, be moving forward in this search, what, what do you think, Abe? Thank thank you very much. Uh, I I guess we'll give it to you, Abe. You can have Vicarious Visions name, but the company itself is not dead yet. But thanks for thanks for calling, Abe. But why? But why do they have to change their name? I don't know. I mean, the studio, it says, okay, the studio behind the last year's Tony Hawk remastered repositioned as Blizzard support studio in January. It also did the the new, um, well, the new old Diablo, right? They worked on that as well. It says, Vicarious Vision told Polygon that the name drop was announced at the town hall yesterday. And while no, uh, while no new name has been confirmed, many suspect the studio will be rebranded as Blizzard's Albany. Uh, Al- Albany? Uh, in line with the studio's other satellite offices. Prior to the announcement, staff told Polygon expected Visions would continue to operate as its own entity under but not explicitly as part of Blizzard. While staff noted that it was an entirely unexpected move, some felt that blindsided by this positioning uh, in the light and quick meeting, uh, bizarrely management, uh, management also made the announcement during the studio's Halloween costume day and Polygon noting that the many employees were dressed up as spooky outfits when the news broke. Uh, for all the leadership talks about being more transparent in responses, the lawsuit resulting in a fiasco, in fact, decided a blindside us all with this feels about as far as transparent as you can get. So even, even the employees there are feeling a little bit betrayed by what's going on here. Again, it's just a name change, but what, what does it mean for those people working for that company with all the other stuff going on on top of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, but once but the, the question still stands. Is the studio now working for them? If the studio is now working for them, you don't need to change your name. You just drop your name and you're working for them. Well, you're, you're, it you're says that they're of, still going to be their own entity, but... Okay, but that's my point. Why does the name have to change? I don't know. Does that seem strange to you? It's probably changing now and then making big changes down the line. Name change is because you're trying to you're trying to take take attention away from either something bad that happened. Well, yeah, you don't want to be associated <laughs> with you don't want to be associated with something, something else that happened. Something bad happened. The, the company's but, like rearranging yeah, stuff. Yeah, but Vicarious Visions didn't do anything wrong. Vicarious Visions no. has just been making games doing well. Like right. I don't understand why their name has to be changed and then they were absorbed into Actadick and then what? Oh, but you you guys can do whatever, you you guys still do that, but you have to change your name. I I'm confused. It's not. Is it like? Is it like a? Is it like worse than an EA thing? EA just kills you outright. Yeah, they just murder but, you. Yeah. But Activision makes you work on work beneath me, my son, and you have to change your name. Right, and then they shit on you. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. All right. The next thing I want to talk about. There's two stories for uh, this Grand Theft Auto. Right. So there's a Grand Theft Auto story that Dr. Dre. Okay, exclusive Dr. Dre working on great. Music for Grand Theft Auto, Snoop Dogg says. Okay, now, 
It doesn't say in, in the article it just says he's working with Grand Theft Auto through the GTA video game. I'm assuming it's is it for the online now or is it for the next one? It says I don't know the studio. Snoop says in an episode which will air on October 29th on Sirius XM Volume Channel 106 will be available as a podcast November 3rd. I don't know the making great fucking music and some of these musics is connected to the GTA game that's coming out. So I think that will be a way that the music will be released through GTA's video game. Okay, so I think Snoop Dogg kind of leaked something there without even knowing. Because the way what he said was it's coming out for a Grand Theft Auto video game that's coming out. Now, I don't know if he knows that he leaked something unintentionally, because he's usually high, so he doesn't really know what he what he's saying. But is he just talking about a DLC, you think, Sarge, for the online, or do you think he's talking about the next Grand Theft Auto? Okay. So you think he's talking about the next Grand Theft Auto? Okay. Absolutely. So last week or two weeks ago, we talked about a leak about Grand Theft Auto. A guy came out and said, this is when they're going to announce it. This is when it's coming out for the definitive edition. And then this is when the trailer drops for Grand Theft Auto 6. He was right about both of the other two. We're waiting for the third one to become true. Now, he was kind of wrong about the second one. He said it was supposed to come out like on the 16th and it came out on the, the 14th or whatever. So he's off by two days. Okay. But they came out regardless. Okay. So we know the price point. We know when it comes out. We know that it's coming out soon. Okay. Now, Grand Theft Auto 6, okay, we don't know, but there's supposed to be a trailer sometime in November, at the end of November, which is like right around the corner. GTA 6 conspiracy theorists think a trilogy trailer is hiding a clue, okay, hiding a clue about the new game. Okay. I love, I love Grand Theft Auto conspiracy theorists, and I have to read this, Sarge, because the way they find shit. Is is just it's it's fantastic. Okay, so it says that this hint, according to sources, lies at around the forty second mark, in which Vice City protagonist Tommy Busetti is seen riding a motorcycle through the streets, and on the back of his bike, okay, on the back of his bike, the license plate Here we go. can be seen, which Here reads Vice City, followed by the letters I C S L V. Okay which most would just glance over without a second thought, but some interpreted this as Vice City is coming soon with L5, standing for the Roman numeral of 55. The theory goes that this means 55 days after October 22nd, which was when the trailer went live, there will be an announcement, therefore, supposed to announce is said to occur on December 16th, right? Now, I jokingly did this to Krebsy the other week. Okay, and in, in, uh, we, we talk about Spider-Man and whatnot, okay? And Spider-Man, Krebsy said there's three spiders in a tweet, means three Spider-Mans in the movie. And I said, yeah, it could be, or it could be, I said, three spiders, they each have eight legs, eight times three is 24, 24 equals, and I did this whole, like, this whole thing, okay? This is what they just did. With the Grand Theft Auto 6, they're like, the license plate says this, and it has 55, and 55 means 55 days. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? It means absolutely nothing, but it could be. It could be. They've, yeah, been, but they've been wrong on everything else when they make these, these assumptions, but I just love fucking that they, they're, so, they're so out there. They're so out there. Yeah, but the conspiracy theories for Grand Theft Auto Five were all real. That shit went on for years. Some oh, of that stuff yeah. actually came, some of that shit was actually for real. Yeah. But it's just, it's just, they go so deep, man. Like, did you see that? Did you see that blink? It blinked three times at three. It means March. It's going on March.
March, baby. And blink three times, three times. It's the third month. It's like, what? What? Like, what do you get? I don't understand. It's it's so ridiculous. So well, Grand- the, well, well, so let's 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 mark that. Put a pin in that. December sixteenth is Grand Theft Auto. Well, someone, the guy who was right about the about the definitive edition and stuff, he said November twenty sixth or twenty eighth, whatever well, it was that, supposed to 50, be. Is that fifty five days after? No, it's it, it's way less. It's like twenty three or uh, uh, like thirty days after. All right, it's just funny though. I just love it. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, what actually happens, but I, I just love it. It just makes me fucking laugh every single time. Um, real quick. Amazon says New World's economy is fine. It's fine. Okay. Put, bring up the meme. Sum up. <laughs> bring, bring up bring up the dog on fire meme. Some upvoted player complains that Reddit on the uh, Doomsday blog combined, uh, co- combined last week's uh, to paint a desired picture of New World's economy, uh, in-game economy. Uh, let's see. Apparently, Amazon doesn't think it needs to uh, to change in any way. Okay. In post of the New World developer Zin Ramu said that the game economy is performing within accessible levels, and that despite the reports of all servers actually producing more money than is being removed by the good margin, the surplus uh, shrieks uh, as players enter New World's end game, but it hasn't yet reached a point where the direction is required or, re- or redirection is required. Players are consistently generating a positive gold balance every day, but it is the downward trend, Zimu wrote. If this trend continues, then we get closer to a negative in-out. We will take action. Our goal isn't to drive the value to zero or make it to no one can uh, amass wealth. Instead, we want to ensure that overall gold balance per server stays in check so the coin remains important. Okay. Meanwhile, I can tell you firsthand... Meanwhile, in reality... Yes, in reality... uh, I don't know, and again, they have the data, okay? But sometimes the data doesn't tell you what the actual, what the beast is going to do. And what the beast is, is people playing MMOs and figuring stuff, right? Like, mathematically, they're probably right. There's nothing to worry about. But what they don't have in that math equation is how people can fuck the system, okay? Right now, there's a dupling glitch in the game. Okay, that people are doubling their gold or or, or whatnot. There's a, a glitch of invincibility. They're doubling, they're, they're doubling their items that they have on the hand. Yes. Mind gold, everything. Yes, right. They're duping stuff. Obviously, some of them are getting banned, but if they, there, there's multiple things happening. The the glitch of invincibility is still in the game. It's broke. Uh, there's still parts of the game where like percentages are completely off. They tell you it's calling, like twenty five percent. It's it's like calling 18. people before they attack to ban them. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Right. There's so many things wrong with this game right now. And really, this is this is everything's fine. There's nothing to see here. Meanwhile, there's flames going on in the background. Right. It's it's ridiculous. Okay, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, sure. Sure. This also reminds me of the guy. Remember the guy who who talked about Ultima Online, uh, the, the creator of Ultima Online? Yeah, he said he said that they accidentally broke the game because they didn't realize how players were going to do exactly well, what right? players were going to. They do. made wolves and stuff, and they said, "Oh, well, they'll you'll kill the wolf and get his fur, or whatever." But, but if you can watch, you'll watch the wolf kill chickens because the wolf hunts chickens, right? Like that, animals hunt each other. But what they didn't realize well, was we wholesale slaughter everything, everything, everything. <laughs> okay, everything. Uh, right. Like so every animal, horse, right. and bear, it, wolf it doesn't matter. And it, it destroyed the whole economy in the in the game in the very beginning. 
this is what this guy is doing right now. He's not paying attention of what's happening in the game. He's just like, yeah, the data here says it's fine, right? Meanwhile, the player's like, wake the fuck up. This game's gonna broke. I love this game. I want to. I want it to. I want it to work. But your market and stuff is breaking. Another thing that's happening in the game, Sarge, is the end game, the end materials that people are are trying to get, are not are not spawning. They're not even spawning. The end game materials that people are trying to farm are not even in the game. No, they just spawn rare, bro. No, no, no. They're not in the game. Not one person has one on them. Nobody. It's just rare. It's just rare. No, it's just rare. They're not killing the right guy. Don't worry about it. It's they're not, they're not killing the right guy. I just find sometimes we talked about it earlier. The people playing Hell at Loose, they play their game and they know what their game is and they see all the problems with their game. And I feel like certain people will call them cubicle jockeys. Okay. Cubicle jockeys don't actually play the game. They're in their cubicle. They're they love the meta that's coming out in Facebook, okay? Because they're gonna go in their little cubicle with their the thing and they're gonna be in the game and they're they're cubicle jockeys. Okay, they don't actually understand what the game is because they've never actually played an MMO. They've only built MMOs, but they don't actually know anything about it. And that I feel like is the problem that's happening in Amazon Studios right now with 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 their with their MMO. Right, the player base has dropped by half, even though it's still the highest MMO out there right now with over I think three hundred thousand people playing or four hundred thousand people concurrently still playing. Still early, still early. Okay? But they're they're in pro. If they don't fix it, they're in problems. Okay. Real quick, this video came out, Sarge, and this is this is a Battlefield 22 promotion. Okay, but what's weird about this, um, what's weird about this commercial, Sarge, is that this is a Xbox commercial. And it's called Xbox 2042. It's a promotion for Battlefield 2042, but the way that it is, okay, it says indistinguishable from from all things powered by quantum technology. Okay, at the bottom it said in small print, it says one quintillion floating points of operations in seconds. It's like a living thinking AI. They're, they're talking about this computer stuff, okay? Gaming as you know it will never be the same. Obviously, this is just a fake commercial for what it could be in 2042, okay? Now, at the bottom it says gameplay imagined, okay? Imagine the possibilities. Basically, again, this is sort of like a meta, okay? But if you look how small this box is, now I'm not saying I'm gonna pause. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna pause it there for a second. It says, "What if we could uh, compatibility with smart optical appliances and natural interfaces? The possibilities are endless." It says at the bottom of the screen, okay? And it shows an Xbox controller at the end of this, okay? And this is where it comes to basically. It's just a theory here, okay? Now, again, this is just a promotion for 2042, okay? That's all this is. But what, I'm, what I want to say here is, did they... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my Grand Theft Auto 6 breakdown here, like the Illuminati. Do you think that Xbox literally just showed us some technology, jokingly, right? Just to break it down, like 2042, that... That's what this is going to be. Like the game system is going to be just a, a minute thing that shoves into your eye, like it's a little contact lens or or something where you can basically be the virtual reality of what it is, right? 
What do you think? Why would they make a commercial like this for 2042? Because they barely showed any actual... The very ending here is what they showed where the... the he flies through, and you see jets and helicopters blowing up in a, in a building in the, in the background. I think, no, I think, I think you're missing it. I don't, I don't. Okay, so I don't think it's a cross promotion. Right, just the tagline clinches it for me. I got it in my head. It's not a ad for 2042. You are relating 2042 to Battlefield because that's the latest, latest thing that's coming out. So it makes right. you think about Battlefield 2042. But what they're saying is. By the time Xbox reaches 2042, the year, right, the year, right, that's the kind of level shit that that's, we're going to be that, on. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what it is. It's got nothing to do with the actual Battlefield for 2042. It's it's basically just using that as a tagline to make you think about it. Right. Well, right. that's cross promotion 2042 because it's coming out to 20 Xbox. Years. So 20 here, years. here's another thing, Sarge. Xbox 2042. Is it coming to Game Pass? <laughs> <laughs> well, by by then they're showing you right there. It's just the controller. Right, right. That's all it's going to have to be. I just thought it was. I thought it was an interesting thing. I was like, why? Why would they show this? Why would they do? Uh, we got the dread. We got. Uh, we missed the Battlefield 2042 leaks that are coming out. We can push that till next week because we'll always talk about that game. I, I I will talk about 2042 again once the game is out. People have played it. It's on Game Pass, and I'll I'll let you know what's going on because. <clears throat> I've watched multiple advertisements now, multiple. Buy a graphics card, get 2042. Buy this, get 2042. It's almost as if they're worried that people aren't going to buy 2042. Right. When you start cross-promoting things into things that doesn't really matter because you're trying to push the game as much as possible, I, I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned why you have to cross-promote. Why can't you say, hey, everybody, it's time for Battlefield 2042. Here it is. No, video cards, controllers. You're gonna buy a new Xbox. Gonna come with it. Like, why? What's wrong, guys? You don't. You can't move the good game. I thought it's gonna be a really fucking badass game. Why are you? Why are you tying the game to everything? Right. The last <laughs> time they did that, weren't you getting a copy of Battlefield Five when you bought a copy of Battlefield Five? Like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were. They were attaching it to like everything. Like, did you just buy a coaster? You bought the coaster. You get a copy of Battlefield uh, Twenty. Battlefield Five, like what? I just want the coaster, man. Keep your fucking, keep your fucking bullshit game. I'm confused, right? We're gonna listen. We're all gonna find out together. We're gonna <laughs> find out whether Portal can keep 2042 from flopping while they kind of position themselves to try to get the specialist classes to fit into the Apex Legends universe, so they can sell cosmetics to your specialists. While everybody else who's like, why am I playing this game? Oh, wait, Portal. And they'll just right. keep playing Portal. Right. That's what's going to end up happening. We're gonna we're, we're all going to see it together. All right. So real quick, uh, stories that we didn't get to. Uh, Rupert Xbox China may have just leaked Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox port. Uh, Hayden Christensen returning to Ahsoka uh, Star Wars series. Well, he should be happy. He's got work again. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts TV show reportedly heading for Disney Plus. That'll be interesting. I think uh, I'll I'll check that out when it comes out. Uh, so that's some of the stories that we missed. Uh, and then Halo Infinite campaign offers something uh, that we've all dreamed of seeing from the series. It says here. Yeah, uh, what was that? A complete it, game? <laughs> it, it says uh, Master Chief has finally made a contact with with the battle. Three four three has been waging against. Uh, expectations may have been about to turn around. Halo Infinite's campaign overview has received our best-looking 
at the upcoming first-person shooter single-player portion ahead of its release on November 8th for PC or Xbox One and Xbox Series X. And it looks like the delay has done the game a world of good. 15 months ago, it took an inside of 343's attempt to build the most ambitious Halo game ever made, and we finally feels like a studio is in a good place to make a good uh, promotion. Halo is about to celebrate its 20th anniversary, and we've seen the series since the beginning. You might recall second chapter of the first campaign, Halo John 117 emerges as the lone survivor from the Bumblebee escape pod and begins to explore the installation of 04, a strange alien where there's world strange competition immediately uh, ignites the imagination. You fight to establish a foothold against the Covenant and support the, the UNSC soldiers and, uh, and survive the Pillar of Autumn until the Echo 419 drops a warthog at your feet and it invites you to explore the world. It's slowly whining in front of you. Uh, Chief has completely on a mission over the years, but promised to offer up by the first uh, series into our, our, our memory. Halo dared us to dream of larger, more open-world games, and now Halo Infinite is basically an open-world game. It's like, it's going to be like an Assassin's Creed. It's going to be where... Um, we'll see. We're, we'll well, see. that's what they showed in the campaign, right? So we'll see. It's an open world where you get to choose where you want to go in order that you want to go. I have a lot of questions, though. I we're, have a lot of questions. We're, we're all going to find out together. Right. Game Pass. Yeah. So, game Pass. Well, we won't find out together until 12 weeks after the game comes out. because by, by then, the first day patch will be fixed. Well, I'm not going to play the campaign unless we play it together. So I'm not playing. I'm aware. It. Yeah. So the, 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 by by the by the time the game comes out, 22 days later, the expansion, the it, they'll have the first day patch all patched. 90 days later, whatever they'll have that yeah. patched. Yeah. Day one patch will be patched by then. Yeah, it's like AC but not completed. That's right. It's like Assassin's Creed but not done yet. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what how it how it comes out. Right. Let's everyone remember now. Everyone remember, last year they were going to release the game. As is. Yeah. And this year, they're releasing it, but two-thirds of the game is missing. That's but right. it was ready last year, guys. That's right. The Everything game, was ready was, last they, year. The system, it was ready to go last year, but last minute, they held it back for a year, and all of a sudden, two-thirds of the game's not going to come out now. But it's ready. Get the fuck out of here. Is anybody else falling for this shit yet? A lot of people are, are falling. Still, a lot of, a lot are of people are falling for it. Are we still falling for this? Yeah, a lot of people are falling for it. Man, I got a bridge to sell you, motherfuckers. I got, I got to tell you, man. <laughs> I got some pins. You got some pins to sell them. Um, yeah, so... Pre presidential pins, soon to be. Get them now before they become presidential. <laughs> They'll be way more valuable then. They'll be way more valuable. Um, yeah, so to answer your guys' questions, we're not going to talk about the Alec Baldwin on this show. This is uh, Generation X Gaming. We'll talk about entertainment news, um, but... I'm not going to touch it. Uh, you guys heard my thoughts on it uh, last night. You can ask me on my normal streams, but I'm not going to talk about it on Generation X Gaming. And I'm also not going to be talking about Chappelle. Uh, you know, that's that's different podcast format type stuff. Uh, so if you like the podcast, episode 284 is in the can. We do appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out with us. Uh, please make sure you follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey. Please follow me at 30 Install Gaming. Uh, if you like what you see here, make sure you hit that like button down below or leave a comment down below as well if you'd like to go above and beyond that you can also hit that membership button on youtube or hit the subscribe button for 4.99 on either platform uh, or you can go to our uh Streamlabs tip page and also uh tip there as low as a dollar over there uh all that goes back in here and helps us uh create the content that we do on the on the thing so make sure you hit that thumbs up uh we appreciate you very much um and give me about 10 minutes we'll go live for about another hour 
I'm going to end this broadcast, and then we're going to go live, and we're going to play some Hell Let Loose, at least one match of Hell Let Loose, uh, maybe not two or, or two. So I appreciate you guys very much, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Take care, guys. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.